And welcome to the Dear Warren podcast, where we do backseat parenting. We share stories, principles, parables, and lessons and pass them down to my son, Warren. But most importantly of all, we try to have fun and hope you guys do too. This episode features my good friend, Orlando Aponte. Orlando is a father, jiu-jitsu practitioner, and he's a DC Comics guy, folks. All these new Marvel movies, they're, they're not very impressive to him. Orlando was a wonderful guest, and I was very, very, very so thankful to have him on as I grabbed him last minute to get him on the podcast. He and I are in similar boats, as he's also a jiu-jitsu dad, and his son uh, is about a week younger than Warren. We did a lot of dad talk, backseat parenting talk, um, and a look into road rage stories, and figuring out uh, ways of handling and channeling such anger, uh, and a lot of other uh, great stuff. I hope you all enjoy as we present to you, Orlando Aponte. This is the Dear Warren Podcast. And we are on. Hi, how are you, Mr. Orlando? How are you doing? Nick? Sorry for that weird, weird intro over there. I, was, I, I got... I combined hi and how into the same thing, and it just came out weird. And once again, I apologize for the appearance of, of my podcast studio. <laughs> it's, it's fine, man. Which it's is basically, uh, Jess is right. It's basically a dining room table turned into, uh, this part looks good, right? This part looks this is, sweet. This is all, it's still awesome. I, I am so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. I Last really minute. Yes, I, I really appreciate it as well, too. And... Um, Man, you came in and you were you were hurting. I, I'm definitely still hurting from twelve o'clock class. It was uh, it was a packed mat. I mean, awesome. everybody was there. It was awesome to see everyone. A uh, few, you know, faces I haven't seen in a while um, from like when they were back in the old school. Uh, it was great roles, man. I had uh-huh. a good time with uh, with Peyton. It's something I really needed to like just get it out today i had so much built up energy from throughout the week and and it was it was great just to be there and vibe off for everybody and and phenomenal class it was taught today by Weijo, uh awesome which he did a great job he was learning half guard positions and mm-hmm. uh you know getting out of half guard it was great man and I think we had this this talk last time when when we uh, invited you over for Cubanos. Yes. And we were we were sitting there post Cubano uh, food coma, <laughs> and we were just just talking because of of us being uh, dads, our sons a, a week apart, yeah, uh, yep. worn a week apart from Gabe, and just the the opportunity to train is just becomes more and more of a rarity so why, why don't you go into just how again how nice it was to you know, make it some was time so great <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to get there but when you're there it's like oh it's the best feeling in the world i think i told you the other day it was like uh ed o'neill said it best you know the, the hardest part is just walking in through the door and um it, it's just so good to be there just to train and to be, it's so hard just to get there some days, mm-hmm. you know, your, your body's hurting, you know, you have a one-year-old at home and, and, and he's full force, always on the move, never stopping. And you're like, oh my God, just take five seconds. Please. Yes. Stay still for five <laughs> seconds. I'm an old man here. You're killing me, Gabriel. You're killing me. But just to be there today was oh so good. And probably the the shock too of uh of the amount of sleep you had pre game and then post game oh, sleeps. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was like I'm, I'm sitting there with one eye open today, but it was like just so good to be there. I mean, mm-hmm. just to get all that energy out and to see everybody and just feed off their energy, man. I needed it. I really needed it, especially after the week I had. It's really good. 
And uh, we, you saw as we uh, started the the podcast, you know, the wonderful Jessica, my wife, had had to go uh, out with Warren because that way it minimizes the noise. So when we do this podcast, but we were having a nice, fun conversation about where they were headed. They were headed to, and this is uh, a bit of a time capsule update. Headed to Toys R Us, which technically, why don't you explain it? I, I, what, I hear they're closing. What do you mean they're closing? I, I, I think I read an article that they were going to attempt to uh, all the stores file for, I think, Chapter 11 bankruptcy, what? whatever that is. And uh, and then Jess said something else of, oh, they're they're going to court in, Ver- I think it was Virginia or something, to start stating their case. And That's insane. I, I, but toys R Us, man. I was t- I, I read something in the article the other day that certain stores were saved from it, and now I'm hearing that they're all closing, and I'm like, what? Like, our boys can't enjoy this when they get older. Like Toys mm. R Us, who did not? Like, well, maybe there Toys was an update then. Maybe there are. Maybe they're going to cut down on like from from four hundred plus locations down to twenty. Yeah, <laughs> just it sucks, man. It's Toys R Us. Like, I mean, uh, who's taking them out of competition? Amazon. Well, Amazon's like the monster of everybody, right? Amazon, McDonald's. And uh, Walmart, <laughs> and uh, McDonald's, and Facebook, and Google. <laughs> I, you know what, man? I tell you, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. It's like the, the biggest. What do you call it? Like, I don't know. It's a technology. I tell you, it's like one of our biggest downfalls, but also our biggest gifts. You know mm. what I mean? I, I feel like, like Mario said the other day. I, I and I, I thought of this, and I was listening to your podcast the other day. Mario said. If I could go back in time and tell, or go into the future and tell myself something, what would it be? And you know what? It had me thinking. It really did. And and I sat there for a few minutes and I was like, man. And after the day that I had yesterday, and I was like, you know what? It clicked. Time. Take your time. Hmm. You know what? Just, Just enjoy the ride. Put down the phone. Enjoy yourself. You know? Spend more time. Uh, Just, you know what? Feel the breeze. You know, and that, and that to me is like, wow, I, I would tell myself that. Was there a certain point that it, it kind of clicked that uh, type of message or was, was there a certain point in your life where it was always go, 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 or it, you just it, found yourself wasting a lot of time? I felt like it's always been go, go, go. Like, I mean, you know, it's just, especially now with a one year old, you're like, you know, you, you, you hit the, you hit, what is it? The ground running all the time. As soon as the alarm clock goes, you're, you're, you're running back and forth, back and forth, drop them off to daycare, get them dressed, feed them, you know, spend time with your wife, see how she's doing. And it's just like, oh my God, just when, what is like, <laughs> take a deep breath, relax. And like, it, it's hard, man. It really is. But, um, it, sometimes you just be like, man, just relax, take a deep breath. It's going to be all right. Do you think it's, in comparison to life before and then adjusting and then as you are adjusting right now to it you start to realize okay yeah it's not like the life i had before it's this is now and also at the same time here's how it changed not only for okay yeah i'm losing sleep but this is also for the better right no it definitely is for the better i'm raising a little man you know it's, it's like <laughs> oh my you know i'm trying to do right Gabe by him it's awesome man yeah thanks man it, you know i'm trying to do right by him and it, you know like just set a good example and and be a better dad for him every day and and you know just raise him the right way just to not be selfish and and just jerk in general you know be kind (laughs) and and just you know just hopefully i do a good job at it i think that's i think every parent dad or mom whoever is always looking for that for their kid and everyone 
ha- has their own techniques that they do. I've, I've, I remember the comedian Bill Burr. He talked about how, how his dad raised him and then how uh, his dad's dad raised him as well, too. And it's kind of like they, you, you, they start out with this really rough uh, <laughs> type of plan, which, which, can be, which can be considered old-fashioned. I'm obviously really uh, underselling his uh, bit here. But then he says, okay, and then his dad whittled it down from, you know, drill sergeant style (laughs) down to like, okay, you can do this. I'm going to let you play here, but you're not allowed to do this and this. And then he's going to whittle it down to the, you know, we start taking some things. I'm going to modify this. I'm going to take that away. That's not going to work today. (laughs) So have have you found any example of whittling down or evolving like, all right, this was cool the way I I was raised. That was kind of cool. This is probably going to change. You know what? I try to balance myself out about like as far as how to raise him or how to speak to him or how to reprimand him because he's one right now where he loves to throw things into zeus's bowl or sometimes he likes to go swimming in (laughs) zeus's bowl (laughs) i kid you not it's hilarious but it's like you know you know our old school parenting would be screaming and like basically your foot in your butt like oh my god don't do that now it's like but you can't also be like no no gabriel you cannot be that way because Mm. they're gonna run all over you so you kind of gotta find that in between happy medium of where should i raise my voice how low should i go how high should i go you know and to see all right how's he gonna do Mm -hmm. you know you know obviously when to scream at him and go crazy but you also want to reprimand him so not do that and and hopefully he doesn't do it again but he does because he tests me and he's also a scorpio but i love him to death yeah <laughs> just noticed something with uh i and i just kind of like noticed it in the past few weeks with with me and warren that he he cries whenever i say no um, and whenever jess does it he he doesn't but i think it's because and, and we laughed about this um when <laughs> when we went to doggy behavior training <laughs> Not that. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is, and I apply this philosophy to. (laughs) I lock him in the crate, right? (laughs) Give him food. Give him a little rabbit feeder water. Anyway, um, uh, the the trainer was saying for when we were raising uh, our dog that you when you're especially if you're training them to respond to voice commands versus uh, you know hand signaling commands or or visual commands of this sort that. When you are attempting to teach them to try and keep the verbiage and chatter down to just, all right, the actual command, let's say it's the sit command. Mm-hmm. Now, if, in other words, there's practicing using the word sit, associating it with the action of actually sitting versus, okay, hops, now we're going to do this. We're going to teach you sit. You know, just a lot of extra um, noise going on. And so she was basically telling us that if uh, for, for, better discipline uh, especially for a rambunctious uh, type of dog that if you measure your response and you measure your tone and you use the specific commands sparingly you time them correctly they have much more effect than if you are like sit 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 you know <laughs> doing something like that so i would rarely use on on, on warren like the affirm like not affirmative. What, what is it? Like the command, like, no. Right. You, you know what I'm talking about? Not, right. not the, oh, no. Like the playful note versus he's picking something up that he shouldn't be picking up. And he's about to put it in his mouth and you go, no. You know, right. you know. right. And I spread that out. And like, I can count maybe on less than two hands the, the amount of times I've actually used that on him up to now. I'm sure that number's going to skyrocket <laughs> the closer he gets to two. But um, 
uh, yeah, just just the other day, I uh, he tried to put something in his mouth that he shouldn't. You know, he picked up a piece of paper or or whatever. And I said, no. And he looked at me and he started crying. <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny is that today I was watching Caesar Milan. Oh, <laughs> the oh, jeez. Oh, that jackass. <laughs> Please, this is going to be an amazing story already. Go on. So here, here Gabriel's on the floor just, you know, just being Gabriel, uh, bouncing off the walls. Uh, <laughs> basically, again, on Zeus's dog bowl. And, I, and, I, and here goes Caesar Milan, you know, the where he hits, mm, like, kind yeah, of, like, checks the dog. And I that, looked over at Gabriel, and I said, I'm, would that work? Don't, don't judge me. <laughs> no, don't no, 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 I hear you. I, I know exactly what <laughs> <laughs> I said, maybe this will work. I looked uh-huh. at him, and I said, hey, Gabriel. And he's looking at me like, he went to do it again. So I checked him again. Mm-hmm. Dude, now he's looking at me like, what is it? I was like, should I give him a treat? Did he do a good job? He really stopped. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm joking about it. But it was yep. hilarious that I was mm-hmm. just like, man, I got to try something different because he still goes to this bowl. He wants to take a yeah. bath and it swim. I don't know what fascination it is with this bowl. It's hilarious. Oh, it's something that you can put stuff in and it's water. And it's it's water. like two of the greatest things ever. <laughs> and plus he sees Zeus, you know, yeah. with with his face in it all the time and going nuts. It's, it's, it's so... Oh. <laughs> I would be swimming on it if I was gay. <laughs> I'm si- it was hilarious. I'm sitting there with the whole, ch- ch- you know, two fingers. Ch- mm-hmm. No, hey, no. Ch- he's looking at me like, what, what What? do you want me to do? I'm like, no, I just want you to stop. Stop putting your hand yeah. in the bowl. Just stop swimming in it. Stop trying to drink his water. You know what acronym I saw the other day that I think applies to so much these days, but especially to what we're talking about as far as parenting is uh, the acronym YMMV. I don't know if you've ever seen that typed out, um, no. but it stands for your mileage may vary. Hmm. So uh, uh, I usually see this with um, um, when my, jo- my job as, as a software engineer and uh, you would see on the forums, especially if we were, you ran into a problem. Hey, how do we do this in this particular uh, language? And you would go on to certain forums that uh, you, you find experts or the community uh, giving communal answers to uh, such problems. And so, and a lot of people will post something, and then at the very end, if they're not sure, they'll say, okay, this helped me out, blah, 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 and then say, why MMV? Like, you see that all the time. Mm-hmm. Your mileage may vary. Hmm. In other words, maybe this problem, it was very contextual to me because I'm on a MacBook versus I'm on Windows versus I'm on mobile versus et cetera, et cetera. So, Back to this example of what we're doing here, where you uh, obviously, you just had to fuck around a bit. You played with the Cesar Milan. I'm playing around with steady, affirmative, but sparsely used, uh, but direct no's. Other parents may be saying, but no, no, no. Well, for my kid, I I give Charlie a treat or I I pat Charlie on the head whenever, uh, you know, a positive reading for et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And totally understand that because every kid has their own a bit of every, every kid is their own kid yeah, so the context is very important and i'm not saying that my sparse direct nose or sparse direct commands and and, and using your and choosing your words carefully is the definitive answer your mileage may vary mm-hmm. you're not saying that your the Caesar <laughs> technique <laughs> is the definitive way to get uh, uh someone from diving into the to, into the doggy bowl into the doggy water bowl specifically but your mileage may vary. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never heard that before. I gotta, I gotta look into that. Mileage may vary. Interesting. But that's 
as I'm, and I'm sure it is probably been, ha- been happening to to you and me of just uh, one of the themes of the podcast, which is backseat parenting. Mm. Nice, even better, unsolicited backseat parenting. Uh, you know, you should really try this with so and so. Has that ever happened to you yet? You know what? I hear it all the time. Mm. One time, you know what's funny is the one time we were, uh, Maria and I were at the store, right, at CVS, and we're looking at this one lady, and her daughter's bouncing off the walls, bouncing off the walls, and she's probably like four years old or five years old, and she's like, now, now, honey, take a deep breath, calm down, count to three, and the little girl's like, okay, one, two, three, and still bouncing off the walls, and I'm like, <laughs> Maria. We, we okay we're never gonna do that right and she's like no we're definitely not gonna do that and i'm like okay good now i'm like taking that into consideration i'm like i'm still not gonna do that <laughs> like but it's it, you, i don't know people tell you their experiences and you try to take what people throw at you as far as like parenting mm-hmm. but you have to put your own spin on it because parenting is not easy it's it's one of the hardest jobs i've ever had mm-hmm. in my life it really is I, but it's the most rewarding don't get me wrong yeah. it's definitely the most rewarding i love it love every minute of it but it's definitely the hardest job i've ever had what is the most recent development with uh, developments with gabe i think uh at least with warren it's coming like every week and a half every two weeks there's like something new that you see changing or 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 he does uh, you know he's sleeping a little bit more now oh that's, that's wonderful oh my god dude. it was so dude that you know that's a really really big uh thing that i don't i don't know if people uh have really given considered thought to but just different types of of methods for i I mean uh, especially non-parents they're like oh oh, you just get your kids to sleep just give them a shot of whiskey and they're you know what i mean (laughs) or just let them cry it out my favorite is let them cry it out i'm like how do you let a child cry it out it's 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 hard you've had your you've had your own uh, personal situation with with this with with gabe and everything too so so go ahead why don't you go trace over you know a bit of history about if you want to get into that or whatever you're doing right now well now we finally i think he's just tired from daycare so we just finally put him down after he falls asleep we give him bottle falls asleep and he's out until about five six o'clock in the morning which it's the best gives us some time to sleep now at least it's a few hours of rest. Jeez. <laughs> but That's awesome, man. Before, it was not mm-hmm. as, as easy as people think it is. It's like, oh, just put him down, give him a bottle, let him cry it out. He'll eventually fall asleep. I, I couldn't do mm-hmm. that. I could not just allow him to just sit there and cry it out. One, it, you know, I feel bad. Yes, it's probably everybody's like, oh, yeah. well, yeah, the, you know, well, oh. it happens. Yeah. But still, I just, I didn't want him to let him cry it out. I just, it, it, you know, I rock him until he fell asleep, put him in his crib, and now he's finally, finally, 15 months later, mm. he's finally sleeping through the night. Awesome. Oh, my God. It was the hardest thing ever. But you know what? Parents out there, if you're having a hard time to get your kid to sleep, he'll eventually sleep. He or she will eventually sleep. Just keep at it. I mean, it's like anything in life. Just keep at it. Keep at it. Keep at it. Was there was there a specific book or article or a method that you uh, you went? You probably went through all of them. I I did. I was like, (laughs) I'm sitting here reading forums, sitting here reading articles. I'm sitting here reading everybody's internet experiences, and I'm like. All right, but nobody's mm-hmm. like it. None of this applies to Gabriel. It just really yeah. didn't. You know, everybody's child is different. You mm-hmm. know, we already said that. It, it, everybody's child is different. My child would sit there 
and just have like exorcist style of like vomit after oh, no. like oh my god if you let him cry more than five minutes he would just vomit oh everywhere whoa. so now i'm like oh my god i just give you a bath i just changed you i just fed you and now i have to do this all over oh, again buddy <sighs> It was it was hard. It was mm-hmm. not easy. And I don't know if a lot of parents go through this, but you know, again, everybody's like, "Oh, but just let them cry it out." Easier no, said than no, done. No, yeah. it, it's it, now it's more work. You know, putting them back to sleep, giving them another bath, changing the sheets, and it's like, oh my god. Yes. You know, it's yep. it, it, it's so hard. But you know, my wife and I were definitely a team. You know, like oh, Maria, come That's in the here. Other big come thing on, too. come on, help me out here. You know, it's not that a lot of people don't realize that too. It's it's not just you versus no. the baby. It's it's a tag team. You have to. It's a handicap match technically. <laughs> Baby's you know not physically strong with you. Doesn't have the sense of time. But oh, yeah, you're just like what's going on. You're like you just threw up all over. You. Oh, you have to oh man, like, take a deep breath. It's all right, buddy. You know what are you gonna do? Meanwhile, you're like, oh man, I gotta do this all over again. I still gotta do the dishes. I still gotta do. But at the end of the day, it's all worth it. Oh, of course. You know, and I'm just happy he's finally sleeping. Which is like, thank you, God. I think what worked uh, for us, the 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 big thing with with Jess, I do. I still remember that. You know, when you first get your kid home from the, from the hospital, they say to a. Uh, um, uh, in the same room, you know, what, what is it, in the bassinet? I, th- I think that's what they, what they call it, <clears throat> right next to the bed. And Jess was just on, b- both of us really, but Jess especially was just on like high alert, like the, the, the hearing senses were just high because like, okay, here's the first few nights that they're, <laughs> they're going to be in the bed uh, next to us. <clears throat> so every little like, <clears throat> or the, like movement of just like, 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 like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. every little bit would would like just would be in a deep sleep just snort like <laughs> but like just a and all of a sudden just just snap and she would look over to like look to see if the, he was, was that, all right was that not the scariest yes thing ever when you brought him home it's like i'm looking at the nurses and i'm like where's the instruction manual yeah like okay what what, what do i do he, you know, it's like there's no instruction manual. There's nothing. You're just... I'm like, dude, I came home. I see there's dust all over my Xbox, right? And I'm just like, shit, this kid, like, how am I going to... What do I... <laughs> I? I thought the same day, man. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, my God. We, well, we were in the hospital for like six days, which, you know, is a lot longer than most couples or, or families or whatever. And the day we brought him home... It was like I was completely, completely exhausted. Mm. And I'm like, I, I remember telling Maria, like, oh, I, I'm afraid I'm not going to hear him at night. I'm so tired. I'm afraid that I'm not going to hear him crying at night. Yeah. Five minutes, I swear to God, five minutes, I passed out. It yeah. was like a complete, <laughs> a complete coma. Yep. And she's like screaming in my face, Orlando. I felt like I was in a coma. I, I Everything yeah, was yeah, so yeah. blurry. And I'm like, wow, And she, I, the, the house alarm is going on. Oh, no. Gabriel's like screaming. Zeus is barking. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, wow. I'm like I was just dead tired. What I've never been that. Ex- and I don't know. It was just like a sensor in the alarm oh, house. Oh, okay. Okay. It, it just went off. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. what is going on? I'm so dead tired. Mm-hmm. I've never been that exhausted in my life. I was never that scared in my life. I was just like, what is going on? What is happening? Where's the instruction manuals? Why is he crying? What is, why? Like, oh man, but it was, you know, thinking back, it's like, oh my God, I, that was like the scariest part of my life. Mm-hmm. It really was. 
I, re- I remember that at, because of that, because of like the, the hair trigger that we were both on, that uh, when we went to the pediatrician, one of the questions we were asking was like, so how soon does he not have to sleep in the same bedroom as us? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember uh, uh, the pediatrician, she was like, well, on average, it's about this much, but you can start as early as this. And we were like, we, we like circled the date, like, yes, that's the date we're going to start trying. And then we went through a, uh, a, a couple of methods, but the, the main th- uh, thing we tried was that Ferber right. method, which is basically the kind of like a, you, you scale it and you start small, all right, and, 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 and you make sure they're tired, you, you set the right environment. If they start crying, you come in, you visit them at these uh, specific intervals, and it took a little while. But uh, eventually he readjusted. And then I would say a week or two after, like, oh, my God, we did it. We did it. Daycare, uh, as you know, with daycare, they just come out with the new super viruses. Oh, every single, like, and then there was, like, a couple of months where it just reset everything because he was just sick. And then, like, sneezing all over the place. There was snot going over here. They had a fever. And yeah. then threw off the whole thing. So, yeah, it's a process, man. Even if you get everything perfect. It definitely is, it, it, dude. I was like, oh my god, daycare is like, it's it's good and it's bad. Yeah, I swear to God, I feel like <laughs> every kid is like sick. I go in there and they're like, they all have the same symptoms. They all yep. same same viruses. It's just like a little bundle of viruses, and it's like before you know it, you're sick. You know, it's funny thing is, is like I'm putting Gabriel like always. I'm putting him into his cubby. It's, always put his jacket on his coat his hat you know get him dressed up right before we leave and before i know it boom his fingers in my mouth (laughs) (laughs) god only knows what he has touched what he has put his finger in where it's been all day and then it's in my mouth the next day i'm like oh my god maria i'm dying there's no jujitsu move to uh you know Right? No. Because usually everyone's reaching for a collar. No. They're trying to reach for an arm, but like as far as fingers into the mouth. (laughs) Kids are so fast that it's not. Babies are. They're they're just fast. Like, I'm like, where did you get this speed? It's like, oh my God. (laughs) Just attack. It's like, I'm telling you, you blink and it's like, boom. You you really. That's where they say the parents have to have eyes in the back of their head. I swear to God. Because you blink and boom, you're sick the next day. You have a finger in your mouth and that's it. You're done. He coughs in your face. You're done. I, I had a couple of podcasts. It was the one where Mario was on. It was yes. it, it was that day that uh, Warren punched me in the pit. You know, so <laughs> everyone gets the same reaction. Jesus Christ, he punched me in the head. People, it's violence. <sighs> could have been anyway. worse. Could have been a Ric Flair eye poke. That would have oh. been great. That would have been oh, really geez. great. They, that's they. One of our kids were like the other day trying to like eye poke each other. Oh man, we were like playing yeah. the other day and. It, Hilarious. No, what what was happening was that uh, Warren likes to take toys out of that toy chest and just drop them, right? Because he wants to drop all the toys there, and then after he drops all ten toys or whatever, then he'll go down and start playing with them. Mm-hmm. But Gabe was crawling around underneath them, oh so God. it was just like uh, like a video game of like you know the big obstacles and rocks and boulders <laughs> just falling. We're like, holy shit, he's gonna totally bust Gabe's head in by dropping a toy on him. So we like ran over. That's what happened. Oh man! Oh, they just have no chill. No, they, they're just—it's—it's it's so fun. It's so exhausting, but fun at the same time. And at the end of the day, you're just like, "Where the hell did the day go? What? What happened? What did I do all day? I'm exhausted. My back hurts." You're like, "Honey, where's the oxygen tank? Where's the where's the Tylenol?" <laughs> let's jump around. Let's let's jump back to because you threw you threw out the uh, the Ed O'Neill story. And for those of you who, uh, if that reference is too old. 
Uh, Al Bundy. Al Bundy from Married with Children, Ed O'Neill. He is actually a jiu-jitsu black belt for those who... Who, who don't know. So it's a, it's a prime example of how old was he when he got it? Like I, I'm not 50 sure. plus or something, yeah, I would think. And, and you know what? I, listening to his story, man, was like so interesting because I, I believe he basically was saying he hit rock bottom at that point. He mm. got divorced. Um, I believe Married With Children was just canceled and he didn't even know it was canceled. And it's a buddy of his introduced him to jiu-jitsu and he was just like... Ah, but I got a million things going on. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Mm. Like everybody else. And that's where the, the phrase, the hardest part is going, you know, just getting in the door. Because yeah. once you're there, it's just all business. Mm-hmm. Revive off your training partners. And, and you just have a good role. It took him like 15 or 17 years to get it, man. But I mean, that dedication that he stuck with, it's awesome. Nobody could take that away from him. You know? Oh, yeah. It's it's. It's real. It's as you said. It's really great when you're able to to step into step through the door. Very, one of the hardest parts, and it's also very helpful when you do have a a good welcome, welcoming school that welcomes right. that uh, all levels. Right. You know? And so, obviously, North South Jiu Jitsu in Montclair, New Jersey, <laughs> is uh, is a wonderful place to uh, experience that uh, or start that type Adam of journey. Karen, yes, yeah. and uh, once again, another another. Uh, uh, announcement of once again you you continue the the, the streak of everyone basically ninety nine percent of everyone who comes on the podcast is <laughs> some form of martial arts. So. Well, that's what got me into martial arts. I um <clears throat> uh, I started what is it uh, Muay Thai. I can't even remember how many years oh, ago geez. was this. Nice. And you know like everybody bad breakup or whatever you know just angry at the world. My brother goes you know what why don't you try MMA? And at the time it was like. Not really on the rise. Do you remember the year? About? I want to say it was around when Dana White bought the UFC. I want to say it was before the Ultimate Fighter or during that era. Okay. I forgot when he bought the UFC, but I would I would gather it's if it's before Ultimate Fighter, it was definitely before like 2006. I would say yeah, or two thousand. Yeah, it was around the time before yeah. Griffin and uh, Stephen Bonner had the first. Yeah, button, you know, yeah. That, it was around that time. And I remember being a knucklehead, always growing up, just getting into fights, just angry at the world for no reason at mm. all, just a teenager. And here I am in my 20s. I don't have no idea why I'm still angry. My brother goes, why don't you try MMA? And I'm like, okay. I'm searching around. I couldn't find a school. I find a school. I'm like, oh, man, let me try this out. I'm thinking, all right, I could fight. I could fight. Been in street fights or whatever, which I should have walked away from. But I've been in you know, a couple fights or whatever. Not all I won, not all I lost, but that's not the point. I get to MMA, and this guy, Vic Superman, punches me. I didn't Jesus. see it coming. Oh, then he, he kicks me in the face with a leg kick, with a head kick, shin to the jaw, and I'm like, oh, my Ooh. God. I start to get that tunnel vision. Now, I don't know a lot of people who have been punched that hard, but when you get hit that hard, everything just starts to like go dark. And here I am, and I'm like, wow, this is what it feels like mm. to really get hit by somebody who knows what you're, what they're really doing. Yeah, yeah. I signed up the next day. I went back. Like, years later, I, I fell in love with Muay Thai. Uh-huh. It was just the best thing I've ever did. It just brought me down, humbled me. And, uh, you know, jujitsu. just years later, it just it just all fell together. I loved it. Love. I love everything that jujitsu stands for, the brotherhood. I mean, I've met you guys, and mm-hmm. it's, you know what? I, I'm having a bad day, man. I just go train, and I feel so much. The days that I could go train. But, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And I just feel so much better, man. I really do. You were saying something about the, speaking of bad days, the the 
quote worst day ever was it the worst day ever or was uh, just like a really bad day it was one of the worst days i probably had as an adult oh and really yes Ooh. oh man does like, this rank like top five worst it, it, days probably <gasps> top go for it five man so yesterday started off as just a bad day you know like like most people in jersey you get caught off on the parkway whatever. <laughs> the guy the guy i mean like really bad cuts you off yeah, and yeah, to yeah. the point where i'm almost on the guardrail now and i'm like dude at least just apologize that's all you really want it's just an apology you know road rage sucks because nobody ever wins you know what everybody goes to jail or somebody gets hurt or worse whatever so this guy's like all right they was just home with the horn like Come on, man. Like, at least just apologize. That's all I'm asking. No, nothing. I'm like, whatever. Let it go, Orlando. Busy at work all day. And then I get home. I'm starving. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to move for some Chinese food. Go to the Chinese store, right? I get cut off again. And I'm like, I'm just pulling out of the parking lot. Jesus. I get cut off. This guy's like flying down the street. And then he hits his brakes as hard as he can. It's like, so I, now I'm on, on top of him. And he gets out of his vehicle. And he's like, uh oh. If you get out of your car, I'm fucking you up. That is, and I'm oh looking boy. at him like, oh boy, what? Okay, take a deep breath, Orlando. My first instinct, I got out of the car. I tell him. Oh, jeez. I'm like, okay, I'm out of the car now. I told him. And then I, I look at my son's car seat. And I said, you know what? You're just not worth it. You're not mm -hmm. worth it. And I got back in my vehicle. So obviously this guy was having a worse day than I was. And and I and I just went to roll the window down and say, you know what, man? I hope your day gets better. Mm -hmm. He spit at me. Yeah. <sighs> he spit at me. I think I would have. I think I would have been like when he got out of the car. And what, what did he say? He said. He said, if you get out of the. If you get out of the car, I'm fucking you up. I, I would have. I would have opened my window. I'd be like, well, why are you out of your car? <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to hijack. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to run there and spear him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think yeah. Goldberg style, just straight spear him right in the middle uh, of the street. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. I cut you off. So <laughs> no, no, Rose, no. he spits at you and he then. He spits oh, at me man. and then he drives off like a maniac, man. And, and oh. you know, and I, it, and no last words. That's it. He just took off and it felt like, like he took that from me. Like, you know. Uh -huh. And, you know, like I was talking to Mario today. He's like, you know what, man? I'm proud of you for just walking away. Mm. And, like, you know, it meant a lot because, like, some, and the devil in, 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 on my right side of the shoulder says, I should have went over there and just whooped his ass. Mm. But then the angel on the other side says, you did the right choice. You're mm -hmm. an adult. At the end of the day, oh, like, yeah. it, it could have gone three ways. And I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a tough guy. I'm not going to sit here and say I, I could fight. You know what? But I do know how to defend myself. Which, Because yeah. saying I could fight, it sounds cocky. It sounds arrogant. And I don't want to say that. I, I could defend myself. That sounds to me, that sounds a little bit better because I, I'm, an, I'm an adult. So I want to walk away from the situations. But... Here, I just thought of this obs no, this observation as well too. You said, "Hey man, I hope you have a good day." And what is his reaction? What does he do? He spits at me. Like what kind? Of, it it kind of it, it makes you question the type of character of like, and the thought process that goes through uh, uh, the mind of someone like that. Yeah. Because what? Well, 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 you know what I mean. It's, 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 it's not even it's not even saying or or like or like responding with like a typical like oh fuck you or, yeah, yeah, or something no. like that. But it's they're spitting at you. Yeah, it's it's really you know? it's degrading. It's, it's demoralizing. It's assault. It, it, you know what? I, I'm like it, it teaches you a little about... bit of like the character of that type mm -hmm. of person though, 
because that that like to even think of being uh, of wanting to like spit in response to that it's uh it's it's essentially low class it, it, it's even lower than low class you yeah. know it's it's not even primal as because who who spits on you when you're when we're fighting right. or anything or we're, we're, we're you know maybe a you know, maybe a cheap shot as you said Ric flair a little poke in the eye or the <laughs> kick to the groin or, or something when the ref's back is turned to you you know so but <laughs> I, it, it's just so degrading man i mean like you know it took i really i didn't sleep last night oh. i was like telling my wife about it and i'm like it was just like one of those things that I was like, I know I did the right thing. Mm. It was, uh, at the end of the day, it could have went three different ways. This, the, the way I played it out of my head, I'm like, okay, I could have gotten out of the car and I, I could have hurt him really bad. Two, he could have hurt me really bad. He probably had a weapon. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Or three, you know what? All of the above. And then we both go to jail. And then what? It's Friday afternoon. I don't get to see my son for the weekend. Yeah. You're locked up. You got to go through. It just could have been avoidable. Yeah. So you know what? Warren Gabriel, if you guys could walk away, walk away. <laughs> it, it's, you know what? I know it's easier said than done, especially in this day and era. It's just hard mm-hmm. to walk away because it's cyberbullying. You have, you know, every type of bullying there is. But you know what? It just it's harder it's it's so hard it's easier said than done to walk away but you know what you gotta think of the consequences sometimes especially once you get into your adult age you know yeah i i have a son i have a wife i have responsibilities i have to be at work on monday was he really worth it no there was and i'm gonna uh, mark the time here it's 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 about the i don't know if i may cut this story out but i'm just gonna tell it to you because it's it's related to that. I think when you go to road rage stories, you, mm. you kind of have to start sharing them. <laughs> oh, man. This one was not my personal one. This one was more my dad's. So <laughs> years ago, I would say when I was already still like at least 10 years ago, like this, this happened. But he was driving through uh, the streets here in town. And um, I think what happened was the guy cut him off. Yeah. Once again, a cutoff story. But the, since it was on local roads, it was slow enough. It was a nice summer day, too, so the windows were down. And so after the guy cut him off, he, uh, my dad yells out to him. <laughs> I can't believe it. He goes, watch where you're going, you fat fuck. <laughs> so he yells that out to him. The guy stops, gets out of the car. And and obviously is is is, flex, is flexing and he goes what, what what did you say what did you say and my dad goes you heard me <laughs> my dad doesn't get out of the car he doesn't have to get out of the car he's an old guy he's right. an old Asian guy at that point he's he doesn't have anything to prove but he's got a snappy mouth because he's you know he's he's uh, one of one of three brothers and also. Uh, works in the city so of course you, you develop a certain <laughs> sense of snappiness and he goes yeah you you heard what I said. And so then the guy does this, and I'm and I'm, I'm describing to her or to you audibly oh, what I'm doing to Orlando right now, and you can hear Orlando doing that. He he, uh, the the guy takes his eyes, uh, his fingers, puts them in the corner of his eyes, and makes squinty eyes oh, at my, at my dad. Disgusting. And so my dad goes, <laughs> he goes, now you look like a stupid fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then he and then the guy like 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 cursed 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 at him and apparently that the that the guy after he cut my dad off he was already in front of his home mm. so the guy's wife comes out to like like yell like what are you doing blah, 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 blah. like don't get in a fight or, or anything like that and so my dad knew that it was the guy's wife but he he goes 
uh, what is it? Tell your tell your mother to stay out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like really rage, and my dad drove away. <laughs> and I remember years later, I'm like, I'm like, Dad, what he like? He like made um um squinty eyes at you or 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 something uh like why didn't you fight him or something that's like the worst thing he was he was being ra- racist to you. he goes no no it, it's all right uh and i go then why'd you just keep like keep calling him uh uh why did you just keep on you know fat fuck he goes because that's something like he wanted to make something fun of me that i can't change i'm gonna make fun of something of him that he can't change and he can't change the fact that he's a fat fuck so <laughs> so that's my I'm glad you got some enjoyment out of that. I'm not sure how much this will fly. I'll I'll run this by (laughs) Jess. Hopefully it's a story I can keep in the podcast. (laughs) But I think by the next five minutes, we're not going to hear it. (laughs) I wanted to share that with you. You know what's crazy is that had that been 10 years ago before marriage life, before I had a son, I would have reacted totally different. I have roadway stories where, Mm -hmm. you know, it just... Things didn't go. I, I ended up in the back of a police car at one point because yeah. of a road rage story. I, and the, it was three kids in a, in a in a car. One of them cut me off. He hits me. It was a brand new Honda Civic that I just recently got, and I was like maybe like two weeks old. <sighs> he hit you. He hit me. And he drove off. Oh no! So now here I am. I'm chasing him. Oh, hit and runs, dude. I'm chasing him downtown Newark, and yeah. and, and he pulls over because now he's stuck in traffic. It's rush hour. Yeah. I get out of my vehicle. And I walked up to the car, and now he doesn't want to roll his window down. Now, here I am, right in front of him, angry. The Incredible Hulk in me comes out. I punch right through his glass window. Oh, shit. I, I Make a long story short, I'm in the back of a police car. My, mm. my brother and one of my friends comes by. I'm still sitting in the back of the, my, in, in the police car. And I'm like, I'm explaining to the cop, listen, this all happened because he cut me, he hit me. Kept going, and you know, we, now yeah. we're in traffic. He doesn't even want to roll this window down, and now we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. He, he just let me go. I was shocked, man. Jeez. Like, an angel must have been on my shoulder. But, you know, again, here I am years later. I'm just happy I, I was able to walk away from that situation because it just could have been different. I probably wouldn't have been here today, you know? I went, jail? Maybe in the hospital? Who knows? Or whatever. <coughs> Handling that type of, and I think probably maybe the, the that other situation where you said you had the worst, you know, one of the worst days of your life the other day as far as just the sheer amount of anger getting cut off and everything, it probably hit you hard because of the fact that you you have been training so much in your life. You do have the tools and capabilities to step up if, right. it, if it had to come to that right. when there's no choice to. Right. So, man, it, and, and, you, and you can... I can almost guarantee that the fact that, that 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 guy said what he said, got out of his car, said what he said, and then in response to you saying, uh, you know, I hope you have a great day, and the fact that he spits, I, I would just lay money down that that guy doesn't have any type of yeah. of, of of training of no, or know. even if he did, he's probably that asshole at the gym. Yeah, or, well, or, I did get like out of my vehicle, you know? and he's just staring at me like, oh shit, he yeah. really got out of his car. Yeah, and I like I said, I glanced over in my son's car seat, his Elmo sits there. And yeah, I'm man. Like, you know what? Yeah. It's just not worth it. You know, my wife said it best. She said, "You know what? He'll 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 get his this life or the next." Absolutely. You know, and anybody could sit here and say, "Oh, I would have I would have destroyed him. I would have fucked him up. I would have yep. I would have killed him." And you know what? It's easier said than done, man. Because like when you have responsibilities, you gotta like. You know what? I I don't know if you watch Arrow, Stephen Amell. <gasps> 
I love that show, man. So, so do I. I love that. So show. do I. But I've only watched up until season whatever's on Netflix. That's all I've watched. I don't watch currently whatever is, is going on. This but is go a on. little like a little different of a story. So somebody walks mm-hmm. in. This was like maybe like a year and a half ago, maybe two years, I think. Somebody walks up to Stephen Mayo, the guy who plays uh, Oliver Queen on mm-hmm. Arrow, headbutts him right in his nose. He's, he's with his family. Yes. And says, I want to fight the Green Arrow. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. No, not, well, not, not the fact that, you know, some person got headbutted in the... That's horrible. People, that's, it's but <laughs> but he, I'm sure you can tell why I'm laughing. It's because yeah. the outrageousness of... Go he ahead. says he wants to fight the Green Arrow. Okay. Stephen Emil, better man than most people. He, he, he says, with, no. I don't want to fight you. One, I'm a father. And two, I'm not going to let you get that. And he walked away. Yeah. Walked away. Yeah. I, I, it blows my mind, man. This guy, you know, okay, yes, it's somebody assaulted me. They spit at me yesterday. It didn't hit me, thank God, because I'm pretty sure I maybe would have reacted different if it had to hit me. My car was mm-hmm. up higher than it is. But he just, the fact that he spit at me twice mm-hmm. made me just so grossed out. But anyway, Stephen Mook headbutted. Mm. Like, somebody hits him in the nose you know black eyes he posted it and i'm like man this guy really walked away from that mm-hmm. i don't like you know what i give him a lot of credit a lot of people wouldn't have done that man you know and i'm sure he has some type of training he, he does a lot of his own stunts on arrow you know what obviously something is going to click if he's mm-hmm. going to defend himself you know and he just walked away man it's something to be said of especially as you get older and I like how you keep differentiating between um, like this adult me with a kid with a family, yes. essentially, versus what would have happened where you know basically all all bets are off. Uh, previously, it's maybe it's something that <coughs> excuse me that well, we, we can we can dive deeper into because obviously mm-hmm. on the podcast I enjoy going on deep dives in, into discussion. But what is that as far as like why does that aggression come? Because you're getting me pumped up. <laughs> thinking about that and i think is it something where basically someone is uh the old school like you know take their take their white lace glove on then like slap you and and i challenge you (laughs) to a dude (laughs) is that what it is is it some guy just saying i'm calling you out man let's go is that is that what it is is that what what, i don't know that's what it felt like the guy just you know what it it felt like he's calling me out like and i'm like wow at the end of it you know I was explaining to Maria this morning. I was like, it hurt my ego more than anything. Mm, yeah. It, it, you know what? I thought of 20 different things that could have happened in that mm-hmm. situation. If he would have ran up to me, probably would have teeped him, keep him, keep him at distance. I probably would have thrown an overhand right. Or maybe I would have just slammed him on the floor mm-hmm. and, and ground and pound. I don't know. Yeah. But you know what? It could have, should have, would have. I'm glad I walked away from it. Um, but it just amazes me, man. Like, why? Like, does, did he feel tough? You know, because at oh, the end of the day, well, I think he's a coward for yeah. running anyway, or for even that's, just that's spitting why, at somebody. Yeah, exactly. That's why I keep coming back to like that fact that the fact you what the words that you chose. Now, it'd be one thing if you insulted his mother, the way, you know, right. like one of the stories I told previously, <laughs> uh, not the mother, but the wife or, right. or something like that, you, you used a, an antagonistic line on right. him versus, you know what, man, I hope your day goes, which I'm sure you threw plenty of sass into, yeah. into, into, oh, into that statement. But at the same time, it, it, it's kind of like, what's your reaction to something like that? What's your reaction to words? Mm-hmm. Boom, you're going you're gonna to react with violence? Right. Well, and you know what? So, it's crazy. I couldn't even get the words out. I, I rolled yeah. the window down, and I, yeah. I, I, all I said was, you know what? I, whoosh, right yep. there. And I'm like, what? 
Yeah. And did it again. And then drove off like a coward, driving yeah. down Bloomfield Avenue, like just speeding. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I could have easily chased him, but why? Mm. I'm not a stunt driver. I'm mm-hmm. not going to sit there and put anybody's life in risk. My own, like I said, I wanted to go home to my wife and son at the end of the day. And, and I don't understand people, man. I don't get it. It's something that it's where they probably didn't outgrow a certain mentality. That's why mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that old, is it the old school, like slap you in the face with a glove? Like I challenge you to a duel thing because when, when is an appropriate time to mm-hmm. call someone out like that? And especially as you said, in public, Yeah, it's, it's, it's over road rage, it, you know, that, and, and you said it immediately, before you even started telling the story, you said it never ends well. Both sides usually get, you know, arrested. Yeah. It's or worse. <laughs> So what do you think it is? I, I think it's, uh, like I said, that there is probably a lack of something in that in that person's life mm-hmm. that for whatever reason, they already have a, you know, you know the term chip on their shoulder. Right. They already drive around mad. Right. They already have something. They're, they're looking, or the, the term they're looking for a fight. Right, right. You know, because they basically have... Nothing else. I mean, did you take a look in the back of his car? Did he have a a, a kid seat? It would be it would be another fucked up thing if yeah. he had like a kid seat Dude, there. I, you know if what? he did, that would just be like, oh my oh. god! I, you know what? Go into that right. Yeah. I saw in the news the other day, and it's probably the same. He didn't have a, a kid seat. He didn't yeah, have yeah, anything. Yeah. He was just by himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chip on his shoulder. But we'll get back to that. Uh-huh. I saw this guy. I, I saw it on the news the other day. I'm get home. I turn on the news like I usually do. Check the news for the weather for tomorrow. Anyway, this guy gets into a bar fight with his kid, holding on to his kid. What? One, why do you have your kid in a bar? Two, why are you starting fights? And three, why is the guy beating you up while you're holding your three-year-old daughter in your hand? And I'm like, this guy is like holding his daughter and the other guy's like slugging him to the point where somebody, like he stumbled and somebody like grabbed his kid. Like, I kid you not. And I'm like, how do you get into that situation? You have yeah. your child with you. Yeah, yeah. Walk away, dude. Walk away. Uh-huh. Or, or if you feel that punch drunk or whatever it is, you know what? Jeez. Take your kid and, and give them to someone and say, you know what? I'll be back. Dad has to go <laughs> kick some ass. Oh, if, I mean, if, oh, if, if yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to do that. Yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. recommend it. I got you. You know what I mean? Especially not with your kid. Mm-hmm. But still, how do you get into that situation? Why do you get into that situ- situation? Hmm. Let's see. This is always a, f- a fun going on to deep dives and discussions because it, I don't know, um, it, 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 it can end up in a bad place. But <laughs> fuck it. Let, let, let's try. If we oversimplify it, usually fights are, would you agree that it's, it's a type of um, um, extreme argument, right? <laughs> so usually arguments uh, are a result of a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And so there's a misunderstanding there at, at some point. And, and then it, that chain reaction happens and then, you, and then you escalate to a fight. So one would say that this person in one way or another misunderstood whatever the current situation was. Whether like you say, you cut me off. And he's going to be like, no, you cut right, me right. off. Obviously there's no time. And especially when the tensions blast, shoot up that, that high. That quickly. <laughs> that quickly. That, and, and, and no one can really like... All right, before we even like start, right. like let's let's just make sure. And sometimes, and even if someone knows that they're wrong, 
I remember uh, uh, a, a specific instance. I, I was driving with Jess, and we we had the right of way. We were going straight. The other person was turning left, so obviously they they were supposed to wait, but they decided to go anyway. So it almost ended up in an accident. Oh, wow. Honked the horn again, summer day, so the the windows are down. And Jess was like, "What are you doing?" Right? And and so you know what the reaction of the other person was: give us the middle finger, and then dri- and then and then drive away. So. Here, you you and, and I and I and I told just remember that situation because this is this is something my dad also told me too because it, it's happened plenty of times. <laughs> Where <clears throat> you are there, you call them out in public. You've honked at them. You let them know that hey, you fucked up. That was that was a mistake. So now they're gonna lose face. They know they lost face. Right. They know that they're wrong. And it's just a natural human instinct to save face. So how are they going to save face? They, yeah. they flip. They flip the bird. They feel better about ba- themselves. Ba- yeah. There you go. It feels better. You, you know, know what? I thought about that last night. I you was know? like, this guy must have gone home and felt so much better about himself that he probably gorilla style, you know, pumped his chest or whatever it is. You know how gorillas, when when they're just silverbacks, especially, they mm. pump their chest before yeah. they lash out. And that's basically what he did. He, he pumped his chest. He looked at me. I got out of my car. I just was like, you know what? I backed down. Yeah. I, and and he fine. probably felt better about himself. But mm. at the end of the day, it, that's I, not that. I, mm. You know what? I, here's here's something uh, to, to take in, into consideration. In that one instance, if you th- if it was if life was just that one instance, that little five minute window of something, yes, yeah. technically you're right. That okay, yeah, he he came out of it quote feeling better himself. <clears throat> and what strategy did he use? He used the strategy of I'm going to be the bully. I'm going to be overly right. you know even when, even though I may be totally wrong, I'm going to use this intimidation factor that were that. Quote, I'm using air quotes here, mm-hmm. maybe worked, depending on who looks at it in, in his point of view. But now you take that interaction, and that was only five minutes. Now you take that strategy and you apply it over a series of life games. Mm-hmm. You apply it over a series of 100, 200, 300. How many times does he get in the car? How many, t- how many inter- close interactions is he going to have right. like that? And if he keeps applying the same strategy, guarantee. And both of you, both, and I'm sure a bunch of people listening right now are just like, they get the point like yeah if you apply that stupid ass strategy over a series a right. series of games a series of battles like that he's gonna he's gonna get his as maria yeah. as maria uh, told you he's gonna he's gonna get his so it's kind of like um I'm, I'm sorry but, but where were we going with that where are we going with that oh yeah you were you were saying that you came home and you felt this way and you were wondering what the other guy was right because right? yeah because i honestly i couldn't sleep the night i was just mm. still the adrenaline was there you know you you play it on your head you're like oh my god this could have happened this could have happened i could have destroyed him i could have done this i could have gotten him in this move you know what does it really matter i i, I had to like wake up this morning and, and say you know what just let it go yeah just let it go it, it's it's it was yesterday. It passed. He probably feels better about himself, but you know what? Maybe he'll get his. Maybe not. But at the end of the day, it just it, it happened. Mm-hmm. It's done. It's over with. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. He didn't really like. It just felt degrading. It more was like an ego thing. You Absolutely. Know? Especially as a man, yeah. it just it's, yeah. I understand. It, it kind of just like oh my god, he got that. It's not like a tap where I just like oh he got that. It, you know, like this guy spit at me and then drove off. I was just like oh my, what. You, you, once you zoom out with that 
And, and like, yeah, you can say, oh my, oh my God, he got that. He, he, he got away with that. He got away with that in that little window. Right, right. You know? And, and, and like I said, it's, you, you play, you always play the long game, you know? Maybe a good jujitsu an, uh, analogy is, uh, I caught somebody today by a rear naked choke, but I crossed my legs in right. front of him. And, and you know the rule about right. why you should not cross your legs, right? right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Or, or, or yeah. someone, you know, okay. there's, there's a way that someone can step over and, yeah. and, and you know, that works like once, right. right? In that one moment, okay. But you do that over the course of the years. Let's see how long that particular, you doing that rear naked choke mm-hmm. that way will, quote, work. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because right. eventually they're gonna, someone's going to find that, you know, you're, imperfect technique your wrong technique right. actually and then boom there you go yeah. you're always gonna keep wondering why do i keep losing why do i keep losing it's because you're you're going about it the wrong way yeah. so i'm i'm just trying to cheer you up a little bit no there, man right? i'm, I'm you know? over it <laughs> you know what i feel better i'm, I'm excited i'm here again thank you guys for having me man I'm no really it's it's, honored, it's a man. it's a because i don't think we've out of all the guests we've had we've had plenty of martial artists here right. i don't think there's ever been kind of like a, a good discussion on that on that anger spike mm-hmm. a bit of like when when the ego does get tapped into even for someone that does train because obviously training or even having a kid or even it doesn't it doesn't stop that as you said like for 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 any adult like that that rage still happens where you need to curse spit somebody flip flip the bird get out of your car (laughs) and you know what i mean and i i think especially in 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 traffic rush hour oh god was it rush hour traffic no oh it wasn't even rush hour traffic i just i was i was like really Around the corner from my house. Like, seriously, yeah. I could have walked yeah. there. I should have walked there. <laughs> <laughs> Would have saved me some oh, aggravation. But, you know, yeah. hey, it, it's, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. And all, all I can say is is, is that when, when it comes down to um, those type of interactions, especially where someone actually gets out of their car, that's why I joke with you where, like, I would have rolled down my window. I'd be like, uh, hey, why are you getting out of your car? <laughs> What do you What do you think is gonna happen? Play this, play it in your mind right now. Is this really gonna go down the way it's gonna go down? Because I'm not getting out of the car right now, as you can see. I'm not getting out of the car. You're there as a human. I'm here in a car. It's a ton or two of steel and machinery, yeah, right? Yeah. And if I hit this gas pedal, you're I'm 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 bank. I'm, well, it's a Honda Civic, so it may crumble. But I, <laughs> you know, I'm 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 banking that this thing is gonna beat your whatever super punch that you're about to. You know, <laughs> It, 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 it's it's more so of like I, I probably like really oh shit you're at, you're getting out of your car yeah really dude. you're doing this okay I, I should have <laughs> I probably should have laughed at him I I don't know I oh I yeah I, I get you I get what you're saying yeah. man but you know what I, I say this now as as like a happy go lucky dad or like I like I like to try and think of myself as I'm doing it right now because I'm in a good mood because yeah, you're yeah, here yeah. you me. know and, and we're having a fun conversation <laughs> with it yeah I I really needed the training today oh, just to like get oh, yeah. that burst of energy out yeah. just to like burn everything that i had leave it on the mat and mm-hmm. you know what and i did had some good rolling sessions just the warm-up alone was insane i don't know like, <laughs> like it always <laughs> is yep. but it's so good for you um you know and i just i left it there man I, I got it out i got that energy out of me and i felt so much better just to get get it out you know I needed what do you think that. that is especially for our our, our sons growing up because we have sons and mm-hmm. so 
one of the remember I, I asked you like oh what were what were some of the developments that happened within the past week or or two and and warren is showing more signs of like if he doesn't get the way that he wants he'll like shake his head vigorously <laughs> he'll like if, if he has his bottle he'll like smack it off of the you know so he's starting to be a little more he starts getting um testing d- dis- disagreeable <laughs> in the sense of like he he he, he wants the physical <clears throat> excuse me he wants to physically make it known mm. as opposed to just like just like whining or something so eventually they're going to experience anger. They're yes. going to experience, I think you threw that word out too, bullying, cyberbullying. Right. They're going to be tested. They're going to be poked and prodded in a way, whether it be verbally or physically, to provoke to, to do action or to made to feel anger. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know what? I, mean, I would like to teach him martial arts. I yes. would like for him to defend himself. Obviously, I want him to do what he loves enjoys and just do it and me personally i would love it to be some type of martial arts only so Mm. that he could defend himself because at the end of the day you know when we were growing up you got into a fight and that was it you went home it was over nowadays it's you take it home with you yeah. cyberbullying you got this guy calling yeah it never guy. ends it, it never it really ends it doesn't end and then tomorrow it's repeated repeated and and it builds up you know what i mean and i just like i said i won't if they I can't walk away from it you know what to do to defending yourself but if you can walk away just try to walk away yeah you know i i know it's so much harder so much easier yeah. said than done you know what it is I, I and i was thinking about this too when it when it came to to bullying and um i remember something i think it was either with my dad or my, or even my mom was saying something specifically about this because it had something to do with uh, either I was being teased or bullied. You know, the, the, the line is so thin yeah. there and it's a vague memory because I don't remember the exact uh, action of it. I just remember my, my parents' words in, in reaction to it. It was a, va- it, it was, it was vague because what I do remember about it was that it had something to do with me being Asian. Right. Mm. So it was something of, of, of that remark being made at me. And I remember the, the way they worded it was there's two things happening. One is that they are banking on the, the pride in whoever they are, something that they did, can't even control, mm-hmm. something that they were, quote, born with. They had, it was by sheer chance or luck. They never had to, like, work for it, Right. And now, that, once again, they're they're making fun of you of for like the same thing, yet they're proud of their you know luck or something that they didn't work with. Mm-hmm. And so the way the way we're wording it to me was was like, isn't isn't that stupid? I'm like, yeah, it kind it kind of is. And and uh, either my mom or dad were, were saying they they have their. And since I was in grade school, they probably get grad bad grades, or they they don't have a uh, uh, good friends, or or they they're not as good as Nintendo as you are. <laughs> yeah, no, just trying to explain it to me, in in a way of like they don't have something, right? Therefore, the only thing they can latch on is something that's even out of their control, and they're going to make fun of it, you for that thing. Isn't that isn't that stupid? Yeah. And and I go, yeah, it is stupid. And and they go, doesn't that make here's here's the key line that really resonated with me they go don't you feel sorry for them and i and i and i was like i i actually kind of do 
So it took one, it took that, that power away from, from no longer like feeling sorry for myself, but more, more so a little sorry right. for, for them. And I think that's the second part was, yeah, when someone's attempted to bully you or they're, or they're physically standing up to you, you, before that happens, you are in a particular state of mind. You're either happy, you're either, you know, you're bored, you're, you're just exhausted from a day of work, right? That's where you are. When they come, they're attempting to shift you from wherever you are in your frame of mind, whether it be happy, sad, exhausted, et cetera, et cetera, and, and pull them into what they want out of you. Mm. In this case, especially if you're bullying or teasing, if you're happy that you're playing, in my case, if I was happy playing Nintendo or playing video games, they wanted to make me feel bad or, no, don't make fun of my right. video games or something, which they successfully did a bunch right. of times because that's something that I didn't know how to handle at mm -hmm. the time until much later on when I learned, like, in other words, Warren, if you're confronted with a bully, they are trying to get a, a specific type of reaction out of you. In case you ask, like, why is this happening to me? Is it because I'm a nerd? Is it because I'm um, something, something? The, all that matters is that they are doing it because they think they can get a specific type of reaction out of you, mm -hmm. you know? And you, you would think about like, oh, you know, when you like, you, you tease someone, that's why I said like teasing versus like bullying, it kind of like there's a, it's, it's, it's degrees. It's like a spectrum mm -hmm. of it. You know, when you tease someone and then you actually like get to them like, ah, stop it, pop, 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 you know, it's that, it's that reaction. You were able to do something to kind of like elicit a specific like reaction where obviously if, if it could be fun, it could be out mm -hmm. of uh, playfulness, it could be out of uh, innocence. It could just be because you're, you know, the person really well and, and, and you're, and, and you're on good terms with them and you understand each other. And then there's the other one where it's like teasing slash, but where you're getting a reaction out of them. You don't know them or you're doing it maliciously right. of like, you want them to react like, ah, stop talking to me about my something, something, you know what I mean? So once I, you know how the, the, the parents would say, oh, just ignore them. Right. Just ignore them. Because so it is, it, it was so much easier said than done because I never understood why I was supposed to ignore them. What is that? Like, why do I, they're, they're going to continually keep prodding me. But after a while, if you ignore them, they stop. Why? Because they're not getting the reaction that they want out of you. Mm. That's what I didn't, that's what I could not put together. That's what I didn't learn until much later on after I grew, after I grew up and after I studied a little more about mm -hmm. like what. What does uh, a bully want? What does someone who's trying to me fuck with you or mess with you or step up to you want? So, I don't know. You know what? It's, it's, <clears throat> for me, growing up, I grew up in, in Newark. So, it yeah. was like, oh, my God. Every day was like a challenge. Like, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it, like what I say, easier said than done because it was, mm. I couldn't ignore them. You know, I, there was one time I remember this kid just walked into the classroom and just starts punching me. No reason at all. Wow. I didn't have... I wow. don't even remember what happened. What grade was this? In elementary school, probably 7th or 8th grade at this point. Oh, jeez. This guy just starts punching me. I'm sitting on my desk. You know those desks that have like... <laughs> yeah, you, yeah you the know, little you're, L you're, thing. Yeah, you're, you're trapped in that yeah, fucking I'm thing. Stuck. I can't even move. It, 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 it's a kind of... You have to do like a Tetris like... <laughs> You have to jimmy it in order to like make it fold out exactly. to the side. Yeah, dude. It's like, <laughs> oh, he's like hitting me. It's a I, death trap. Yeah, man. And he's like punching away, and all I could do was just block. Uh -huh. And I just, you know, pushed myself over to the opposite side, the, the side I could get out of. Because uh -huh. I'm like, like you said, I'm in a death trap. And he, 
I still don't understand why we're fighting. Yeah. I, I couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. It just made no sense. And it was just like, holy shit. It was something that this kid just always wanted to fuck with me. I have no idea why. And it was just, it was always bad. Him, and it was another kid. And so I was always just growing up fighting. It was just mm. like something was just like, like there. Let's just, yeah. you know, and I, I yeah. couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand why they were bullying me mm. for no reason at all. To mm. the point where... Fast forward years later, I, I get jumped by this other kid for no reason at all. Was it the same guy? Yeah, same guy. So, what? Same guy. Years later, really? as an adult, I, I kid you not. And the story goes like so much deeper, so much more crazier. Because I was good friends it, with his man. cousin. Do it, man. Go, go, go as deep as you want. Yeah, I'm Jesus. Like good friends with his cousin. Okay. I'm walking down the street, going down to my cousin's house, and here they come again. And he's like, hey, do you see, I can't even remember the guy's name yeah, at yeah. this point. He's like, oh, do you see my cousin? And I'm like, no, nah, but I keep walking because I know this guy has like six older kids with him. And now I'm in high school. I'm probably, I want to say a sophomore. And here comes the other guy, the older guy. He lifts up his shirt and he goes, let's take him around the corner. Now, as you can imagine, he has a gun on him. What? I'm like. This is it. This is where I'm gonna meet the maker. Like, why? For no reason. Like, I don't understand. Something that was like in seventh grade is like still following me in sophomore year. And no reason at all. And I don't even know how I got out of that situation. The guys looked over to the corner to see if there was anybody there, and there were. So he goes, "Let's take him around the corner." And I just kind of like did a, a, a grip break <laughs> on his hand. And I just started running. Like, I could feel the back of my legs hitting my butt. That's how fast I'm running down the block. But it was just ongoing. I could not avoid it. I had to eventually fight this kid. We, we had to throw mm. down. I, I, I had to either, like, get his respect, have him to leave me alone, whatever it was. I just had to get it out of the way. And it, it just was, like, ongoing. This kid would not stop. And no reason at all. I didn't even understand why he just didn't like me. And eventually he just disappeared. Maybe he just... Did you fight him? I fight, yeah. It was another time. I'm walking to my cousin's house. Again, same cousin because uh, my aunt took care of me. So I'm walking down my cousin's house and here he comes. Remember the bicycles, the BMXs with the pegs on them? This kid hits me with that. <laughs> oh, no. He flips the bike over and hits me with it. And here I am. I'm like getting up off the floor. I'm feeling the back of my head. And, I, and I'm like, what is happening? Wait, did you see he, blind, he blindsided you yes. with it? Oh. Yeah. I, I had no idea it was coming. No idea. I'm just walking. And right there, I just was like, as soon as I could f like regain some kind of consciousness, I was, I'm like, we're going to fight. Like, I have to defend. This guy's going to kill me. Yeah. Like, I have no idea why. I still, to this day, I'm 37 years old. You still I, don't know why. I still don't know why. I still don't know why. But you fought him, and then what happened? I, I, I ended up fighting him, and like shortly after that, he just disappeared. So I, I couldn't avoid that situation. I couldn't avoid walking away. I couldn't avoid mm. saying, you know what? Th That's why you rolled your eyes when you, when, when you heard the ignore the bully part, yes, right? Yes, I did, because I couldn't ignore it. I just could not ignore that. Mm -hmm. And it just was an ongoing situation. I, and I, again, it was like seventh, eighth grade. And yeah. Over the course of years, up until what? Uh, sophomore year what why i don't understand why are we still fighting no idea did you why. ever find out from your cousin i still no no my cousin <laughs> dude, why is your cousin <laughs> what did i do my cousin went looking for him at the time he went into like the projects looking for him because that's where he was from like he was hanging out with like the mcavoy's projects which is like Jesus. they tore down but this, he, yeah my cousin was crazy as hell more local than me he ended up being a police officer <laughs> <laughs> oh man
<laughs> he's, he's a good cop, though. He's a good okay. cop. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, he went looking for him, man. And, and just to, like, what the hell was going on? He couldn't find him after that. Mm. Nobody could find him. He just, it just kind of died out. And, and again, I, I just don't understand why. It was one of those things where mm. it's like, man, I, I again, if, if Gabriel and Warren can avoid it, avoid it. Yeah. But if you can't, I want you to be prepared absolutely to yeah, engage yeah. Mm -hmm. and to like de-escalate it as fast as you can you know take them down take them down hard fast and that's it it's over you know don't but again if you could to me personally avoid it but if you can't you're you know be well equipped do. right yeah you know use your weapons you know what i mean which is your arms your legs Think Warren. Your mind. Have, think Warren will, have, Warren will have a good collar drag. He already has a good collar drag right now. <laughs> and He'll a good punch. To, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely knocked his daddy's noggin there that you one go. day. There yeah. you go. Jeez. Yeah, but, but you know. That is that escalated quite quickly, Orlando. Yeah, yeah it did. It, it really. I mean, I have stories for days. Again, uh -huh. I was, uh, you know, born and raised in Newark. It, it was not the easiest playground in the mm -hmm. world, but you know, it made me into the man I am today, man. It made me stronger. It made me. So you rolled your eyes at the, uh, you know, the, the the ignoring part. So when you hear a lot of uh, about. Not just because that's obviously physically mm -hmm. physical bullying, but now it's it's a, a new evolution that mm -hmm. you probably didn't grow up with that mm -hmm. a lot of people uh, are are now being exposed to, which is cyberbullying yeah, as well too. A, a combination with with the with the physical bullying, you know. So it's when you hear like a lot of the quote advice that goes out, or the kind of like the 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 policies of a, like what do they call it no tolerance right. or, or something like that where even if some kid defends himself they they could also get into just as much trouble right. as the the assailant what are your thoughts or what have you heard or you know what i mean it's it, it I, I think of it like as far as like uh thinking back you know our parents ways of thinking it's i think eric thomas said it best uh great motivational speaker that he is he goes your parents way of thinking was so old school that it doesn't apply to you because times keep changing yeah you know and and obviously I, again i want gabriel to be and, and just to be prepared for any situation just to try to like <sighs> walk away if you can i don't know mm -hmm. man just but just be aware of your surroundings you know with the cyberbullying it, it, it's so different again you know before it was like all right you didn't have the great nintendo now it's like you don't have the latest iphone you don't have the newest jordans or you don't have the newest game or you don't have the coolest t-shirt you know and it just continues and continues and again mm -hmm. they can't walk away from that it's it's in the internet it's on instagram twitter whatever the hell it is mm. that you have and, and it just keeps continue again it, it all goes back to where i said the technology is our greatest gift right mm -hmm. but it's also our biggest downfall because we just you know cyberbullying you know we just the texting and driving the which is off subject but <laughs> it, it, but it still has to apply with the technology you yeah, know and yeah, it yeah. just and, and and just getting off your phone and just being aware of just being available and present you know mm -hmm. um i don't know man it, it's I, I i worry about all of that when absolutely gabriel as he gets older it's like man i don't want him to go through all of this stuff that i went through you know i want him to be better i want him to just be more aware of his surroundings as well also be street smart you know but just if you have to be in that situation defend yourself but if you can walk away
And I keep saying that because like, I'm still trying to convince myself that I did a good job, but you know, it's again, the little devil inside of me is like, man, you should have destroyed him. But anyway, yeah. we moved on past yeah, that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it is crazy in, in the fact that it hits, it hits your ego in, in a specific different way. Remember that uh, acronym I, I used at the very beginning, the YMMV, your yes. mileage may vary. Obviously my advice applied to my, uh, specific type of bullying that I had. You had a, a different context. Yeah. You know what I mean? So obviously my advice would not apply to yours. Oh. Your advice would not directly apply to mine. But we're having this discussion. We're trying to kind of figure out, like, where is it, where is it coming from? Mm. I, I think we're, we're getting some agreeing with, with the ego thing. Right. Absolutely. And also in total uh, agreement of, of the, the constant cyberbullying, where, as you said, like... Usually you can go home, you can kick your feet up, watch TV, have a breather from right. it all, and then go back, all right, I got to go back to the battlefield of, of whatever, but it's something that's just always constant. It's something that we both have to adjust to. Yeah. And it, it's something, can you imagine having that talk, like me having that talk with, with, with Warren, I'm just like, dude, this is a, this is a new thing, man. Yeah. You're actually in like the first wave of this type of thing, so mm. handle yourself accordingly, you know? It's like, oh, dad, well, 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 what do I do? And it's one of those things where I remember, like I said, I remember I, I was, I was telling the story of, uh, of, uh, when my dad was trying to teach me how to, uh, hit a baseball, he'd never played baseball. He played golf though. And so he had a very awesome golf swing and he tried to apply his, what he learned about a golf swing to me doing a baseball swing, which some of it worked. Right. I could generate tons of, because in the golf swing, you have to learn how to generate tons of power in your feet, knees, it's hips. It's all in the hips. Yeah. And so I had a great like golf-ish baseball, half golf, mm -hmm. half baseball swing. I couldn't hit for shit until, and then the story goes, I, I went to a hitting coach and everything got adjusted. So I, I, I had that, I could generate power and now finally hit the ball. Thank God I could <laughs> finally fucking play baseball. But it was an instance where my dad was trying to do the best that he could with the information that he either grew up with or he had at the time. Mm -hmm. It was also something he was doing specifically for me that when I was, I, I forgot what it was for signing up for something in college or some financial aid. I forgot what it was, but he, he said, Oh, I thought you, Back in my day, we used to do this, this, and fill out this. I didn't know there was this option now. Like it just caught him off guard, and he goes, and he was he was like apologetic, like I'm sorry, I didn't know. And like it's all right, Dad, it's all right, Dad. We got this, we got mm -hmm. this. But you, it was another thing that I specifically remember of growing up. Here's si here's times changing, and like it's just a lot to keep up with. And this was non-internet stuff too, mm -hmm. so you can imagine all this stuff that is because you you know the there's an old <laughs> it's on old. <laughs> old saying but it is old in the sense of the internet where a minute of real time here in real life is like an hour in internet time mm -hmm. and then like a year here in real life is like a couple of lifetimes in internet time because you know how fast right. things fucking change and right. move and information gets evolves on the internet no it's true man it really is everything keeps changing times keep changing you're just like you know, like, like again, what advice are we going to get our ki give our kids when they get older? It's, yeah. Everything is changing. Like, you know, the whole, like you said, you know, just ignore them. But in my situation, I couldn't. Um, well, I also rolled my eyes, too, when, when I was, to be fair, I also rolled my eyes, too, because, like, 
it was hard for me too, just to ignore mm-hmm. me. I, I didn't have as, as much extra, uh, like with the with physical bullying as, as you did, but I still got my own enough where it was, where I was like, fuck, what do I do, dad? Mm-hmm. You know? And obviously they throw it, Oh, just ignore them. And it worked in the sense of, like I said, after I found out like, all right, what is this person trying to get out of me? Then I understood. And then it helped a lot with future interactions with anyone that could start trying to be a bully to me. But then like, I figure out like what they're, what they really want. Like, okay. And then it never actually happened. So it's like a bit of like reading someone, then like a preventative measure before it even escalates to that point. But when it comes to, um, what we're dealing with these days of, of what happens if there's just, cause usually, and, and this is just hypothetical. Usually we're dealing with when we dealt with our bullies, it was a bully that could physically beat us up, mm-hmm. right? It was someone who had it out for us and could push us around, come at come at us with uh, BMX bikes, you know, something of the sort. <laughs> so they had to be physically competent. Now you're in the state where cyberbullying is a different thing, man. Yeah, it's a different it doesn't monster. it doesn't have it doesn't have to be they're beating you up. It could be they just Mentally. start spreading yeah make spread a vicious rumor finding a way to quote uh, uh let's say hack your social media account and like uh, what else post embarrassing pictures of yeah, you and just make fun of you like i said they don't if you don't have the latest iphone you don't have the latest and so Jordans, it could it could come from it, it doesn't have to come from someone who's what was that you you see you see the old school like 80s and 70s movies like the alpha jock right, right bro <laughs> you know the the the, the I, I always make fun of those old school like you remember those old school like ski movies of like right. oh look it's the rich snobs named like Biff and Muffy and they're like the elite skiers who get like private lessons and they're and they have and they're have to compete in a ski competition against the ragtag underdog kids right, right. right. Who, who are like uh, uh, they don't have a lot of money but they with the heart and their you know their scrappiness they're gonna overcome and he's gonna win over the the innocent girl who's like going out with the the rich guy the or jock. exactly that, that old school story but now it's different because it's it doesn't have to be like like the jock or somebody it could just be some kid who's really internet savvy right. who's very computer literate and is just an asshole <laughs> doesn't have to be someone who's um so technically it could be someone like a jerk very computer literate cyberbullying a jock who doesn't know how to use their like his or her phone you mm-hmm. know what i mean so it's it's a totally different thing now. Yeah, it really is, man. You know what? I, 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 it all to me it just keeps going back to like technology and, and and you know what? I feel like growing up, our confidence level was so much different. You know, like what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Well, you know, we played sports. My parents, to me, I was always in in sports. I was yeah. in baseball as a kid. Um, you know, it just and then from there I went in, uh, into high school. So I played more baseball and I went into football and, and you know and I played. And I just continued until until I got into martial arts as an adult. You know, and that to me built my my confidence. I want to say, but now I, I feel like kids these days they're not built like us. You know, like they say, the '80s kids, like they, they, you always see those memes where '80s kids are born strong and tough because <laughs> you know we were playing outside until it was like the lights came on. You know, now mm. you don't really see kids outside anymore. Mm. You see okay. a group of kids, and I, I, I used what, what is it like? 
they're all playing, right? But are they really playing? They're all on their phones, yeah, texting each other or looking at each other or showing each other what's mm. the latest Instagram post mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or look at this video game. You know, you you guys were saying, uh, I believe you and Mario were talking about the other day. People go on YouTube to look at other people play video games. I yes. I know, understand the joy <laughs> in that. Oh, so it's a lot of fun, man. <laughs> I did that the other day, actually. I was I, like, hey, this shit, this is awesome. <laughs> this is really good. I, I get it. You can't. Like, I, I, I'm a, I love video games. Don't yeah. get me wrong. We're going to get into that. Don't worry. <laughs> if you're, you know, you're trying to get like the boss or the final level or mm-hmm. something where you can't, you know, beat. I understand. Yeah. But if you're in a group full of kids, you know, you don't even, you're not even playing. You're yeah. not even interacting. You're just, mm. you're on your phones. So, so is it the interaction when you're talking about confidence or are you talking about like some people doing activities that they can become competent in that builds their confidence? Well, activities, it, you know what? Like, again, I played sports, so that built my confidence growing up. I played baseball, football. I got into MMA, mm-hmm. uh, Muay Thai. You know that builds my confidence. Kids these days, they they're not really they they're really not a lot. Well, I shouldn't say all kids these days, but mm-hmm. uh, from what I've seen, okay, they're just not doing enough. They're just again, mm. they're on their phones. They're just on their video games. They're just not mm. really. I think you know, and okay. there's really nothing there to you know boost them up. It's just like you know, I I was actually talking to Jess about this on on our way when we were running errands this morning. We were getting our taxes done. <laughs> But it was it's a long drive, and um, we, we 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 drive for quality CPAs. Yeah. <laughs> and any it, it was it was a long drive, and I remember. Uh, did you ever watch the Netflix series Master of None? That's the one with disease. I'm sorry. No, he poke he kind of poked fun at this. He there, there was a, a couple episodes. Spoiler alert, obviously in in a uh, in season one where he is. Um, Obviously, more of he likes to show more like quote the modern kind of man, the modern dating landscape as far as like him living in the city, and this is how his quote experience was, mm-hmm. and it showed him on Tinder dates, and uh, it showed him go oh so where are we going to eat next? What movie are we going to see? What theater are we going to go to? What event? What musical event are we going to go to? What's etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So eventually, it showed him sitting down with. Uh, 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 a girl who was like, oh, well, I'm into this sports team. Are you into sports? He goes, uh, well, no, not really. Well, I'm into this type of activity. Are you into that? And he's like, uh, no, not really. They even made go went so far as a joke where he uh, matched up with a date who was, she was a super pro wrestling geek. And just like, oh, did you see the, the SummerSlam match with, with John Cena when he kicked out of the something something from AJ Styles? And he's like, uh, no, not really. And she was like, oh, why didn't you watch that? And, blah, 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 blah. and she just kept going and going and going. And um, I think she made fun of him at the end where, where she was like, well, I'm going to go on another date and I'm probably going to go out with this guy. He's like, but this guy's not even like, well, what happened over here? And and she was just like, you're boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And she was like, he's like, I'm boring. You know, I'm not, the, he was, he was, he was like, he was like judging her for being like a professional wrestling geek. Right. But at the same time, she's the one calling him out for like, not, not, doing not, not doing anything. And also, like I said, that previous date where, Hey, what's the next thing you want to eat? You want to watch? You want to read? You want to, to you know? So, it, in a way, he was poking fun at himself as far as uh, the character for just being someone who consumes things. 
mm-hmm. just goes through life just here's the next think of it like uh well, you're you're at disney world you're on that small world ride you're mm-hmm. on it's on it's a ride where you're on rails right it's, you don't get to choose where you go. It just moves. And then as you move, you look at this thing that pops up and you hear this song that is over here. You know what I mean? And then in the second season, he goes, he, he goes through some type of revelation. He moves to Italy. He, he learns to become a pasta maker. You know what hmm. I mean? He learns to speak Italian. Interesting. So it's like a departure where, where his character, as, as far as like how he was writing it, it's a departure where I'm not going to be the type of person that's just going to sit around and just have these things like pop up and then, oh, I have to be the one to like jump and consume them. I'm going to be the one that's, uh, I think he even did it at the end of the first, se- at the first, se- like after those series of dates that he had, he tried to learn how to make pasta cabanera, mm-hmm. which, uh, which the recipe is on YouTube. I learned how to make it from, <laughs> from that. It's delicious. In any case. It was showing kind of like a character change or a character arc where like, I'm going to stop being the type of person that just like when the latest trend comes up or uh, uh, what was it, being a foodie mm-hmm. or something like that where, oh, just because this restaurant comes up and I go here, I'm going to pay money and I eat it. All of a sudden, I'm like this better person because mm-hmm. I eat this incredible food that you didn't even make, that you just happen to show up at a store and, you know, you read a Yelp review or, or something about this trendy place and you go in and you just eat there versus I'm going to sit down and I'm, I'm going to create something for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not sure if that could, that's what you were saying when you were talking about like kids just like sitting around and just on their phone and not quote really doing anything. Yeah. Just, is that, that's what it reminded me of. I, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know what, it's, I don't know. Think about. I, I think I was reading a survey the other day, and it's like most kids don't know how to play sports. They don't really know how to play baseball. Mm. They don't. You know, you said you're mm-hmm. swinging a bat, and that's what I thought of. Yeah. Most kids, they, they don't really know how to play baseball, you know, or catch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like one of the. Are you talking about more so just physical activities? Right. Then. Physical yeah. activities are just like you know, like problem solving because everything is now games or it's easier because it's just on the mm-hmm. internet everything is just like oh right, let me look at this let me yeah. look at that it's you're just taking out everything that the grind you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it, it just like for us it was like oh man i hit a home run you know i feel great i hit a yeah. home run now it's like oh i, I beat that boss mm-hmm. well it's not the same thing you know there there's there's something to be said where uh, there's there's computer literacy slash technology kind of competence mm-hmm. because it, it is extremely difficult because I've, I played some of the, uh, well, I used to play a lot and you, you know, yes. exactly what I'm talking about. Like some of those games that verse where it's just like, you kind of play to beat like the end boss versus here are some professional fucking gamers oh, and yeah. they're, and they're like in competition gaming and it's like, whoa, <laughs> I thought I was good. I, I am a noob, total mm. newbie compared to like the level of competency right. that, that these people get, which is a, its own own kind of level of, of competency. It's a different one, but it's still competent mm-hmm. versus what we were talking about in the, in the past of just sheer physical competency, right. whether it be in a physical activity, sport, whether it be in, in swimming, whether it be even in, in a hobby such as, let's say, uh, 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 a, a game slash sport such as chess right. or something of that matter. It's, I see what you're saying in the sense of that, that, growing up and being able to uh, engage in rough and tumble play right you know know? okay like 
for instance, you know, we, we freeze tag. You know what I mean? It was one of oh, the nice. best games yes. ever. Like, <laughs> what kids? You, you know what? My parents let me play video games, but it was always a time and a place for it. You yep. know, we had our activities, we had our sports, we had our, you know, the things that we had to do. Uh, but again, you know, I love video games. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, but again, it's not a twenty four seven thing where yep. you just see some kids are just on their phones on this. And it's all about mm-hmm. gaming. They don't want to leave their rooms. They don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's just, just all all they want to do is just sit in front of a TV, sit in front of an internet, or yeah. use a phone, and that's it. What about your activities? What about yep. everything else? And yeah, it's easier said than done. You know, parents got to push them. You got to push them. No, but also has to do with the kid. They got to. They got to want this. <laughs> it also has to do with culture too. Uh, I don't know if you heard Peyton's uh, second podcast. No, I have not heard it yet. We went into a part where we talked about Japanese culture. Okay. Uh, and and I, have you ever heard of otaku? Like no. otaku culture, and um, it's a specific type of culture where uh, it it, it affects it, it. The majority of it affects. Um, uh, the male population there, but uh, otakus are people who are really, really into uh, Japanese technological and pop culture, such as video games and, mm. and all that sort. And obviously, Japan has some pretty racy style games like dating simulators, etc., etc., etc. I'm not I, anyway. That type of uh, person is known as an otaku who absorbs so much of it that they lock themselves in their room. They don't come out. They have a very, very poor social life. They're extremely antisocial. And you know what? It's so rampant in Japan that you can read about this. Mm-hmm. It's so rampant in Japan that it's actually starting to become more mainstream. Like mm-hmm. just being able to check out of quote real life mm-hmm. and just stick with video games and watching movies and, and anime mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff is kind of seen as normal really so if you want if you want a a mind fuck of a thing (laughs) just start watching documentaries or reading about uh otaku culture in in japan wow man you know what you know i I gotta look at i I definitely gotta look into that yeah me personally i again i love video games i'm a big nerd when it comes to comic books games uh (laughs) stuff Uh, movies stuff like that but I don't want it to be like, you know, or even for Gabriel, I don't want it to be like, man, five years have passed by and then you, all you've done was just, that's it. Just be on your game. You know what it is? It's, they've found a way, they being the video game programmers. If you, if you take out, let's say you just take out video games. The reason any kid would play sports back in the, and this mainly applies to uh, uh, boys and mm-hmm. uh, as, as they're growing up. Uh, what are they? They're usually running around. They're they're playing with sticks, cowboys mm. and robbers, or whatever it is. They're trying to fight the dragon. You know, right. you take the stick around. You 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 wave you wave it around, and they're and they're attempting to be the hero. Mm-hmm. You see the the cultural movies that were out there. What Star Wars, Indiana Jones, mm. et cetera, et cetera. And so they're raised with with that kind of like this is this is what I have to grow up to be with, and it, and it and it celebrates that. And so they, being the video game uh, creators, they perf- they slowly but surely perfected. Like, look at some of the greatest games, adventure games that are out now, like a Zelda. Look at like uh, a Halo. Look mm-hmm. at uh, great storylines, inc- incredible storylines, and not only that, but deep storylines that also. Uh, remember, I said they started getting the males in, mm-hmm. but then through games such as like Final Fantasy. Such, uh, I can't think of uh, some of the other Square Unix games, but they were huge in picking up uh, a different play style where even women 
and girls wanted to start and and i would say the split is like 60 40 when it comes to like uh uh gaming population mm -hmm. if you just like separate by by gender there's a lot out there and just uh, the gaming just as much as the guys too but the reason why that's happening is because they being the game developers they've figured out a way to create an incredible interactive experience of being the this hero of simulating or being uh, of racing of simulating this etc etc all these all these activities where before kids would go out for sports in order to feel like a hero mm -hmm. or or whatever that they, they they had to do now video games have evolved in such a way that they're done so well that it that it takes away at what you were saying why why would i why would i go through the grind right. and take years and years of getting really good at this like game where i could possibly fail at in being baseball or something mm -hmm. like that versus where i can just play a video game and if i just invest a lot less hours i can feel like a hero you know <laughs> they would rather feel like it than right. rather you know so yeah, yeah it's I, I can see that I don't know. I, I, you know what? I love my video games. Don't get me wrong. I don't. What are you playing? What are you playing these days now? Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing video games. I love video games. I I play them after Maria and and Gabriel go, <laughs> go to sleep because it's like the only time. You know, we're dads. We're busy yep. constantly. We both have dogs. We both have homes. Mm -hmm. It's just a, a a different grind within itself. You know, you got. There's always something to do when you own a home and you have a family. So I wait for everybody to fall asleep and I'm like, yes, put on the turtle beaches. Oh, <laughs> make sure the Xbox is charged, the remote is charged, the, the headset is charged. And I'm like, yes, Call of Duty has me like hooked right now. Again, I do my gaming at night when everything else is done in the, in the house. It's just like, all right, this is my downtime. Everybody's asleep, which is usually like around 10 o'clock, <laughs> 11 o'clock at night and i'm sitting there and i'm like oh my god one eye open i'm still up like oh, oh maybe i'm gonna go to sleep real soon because i don't know how much longer and then it'd be like 12 o'clock and you're like oh my god one more one more i had a bad match no i'm gonna have a good one the next one and it's like one in the morning and i'm like wait i gotta go to sleep you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this little alarm clock is gonna wake up at five in the morning i gotta get some type of rest mm -hmm. oh man hilarious but uh, yeah call of duty right now has me like hooked so awesome is it because of the online uh online uh match play yeah you, ah, you know what you i go. like the war games man mm -hmm. and it's like you know we have um we have a, a little team that i've been playing with for years it's it's hilarious one person lives out in like north carolina i met through video they're not made. known as guild uh, clans right no we, do they still call it that yeah people i remember still, when I, guess, I played back in the day they called them clans yeah people still have clans you have the yeah. little the little uh logo, what is it? The, yeah the logos or whatever and everything yeah. yeah and the little uh the names or whatever some i don't know different people have different stuff mm -hmm. but um we don't have a i can't say it's a clan but we've been gaming for like maybe eight years now i want yeah. to say yeah and it's like me my brother i mean it's me my brother-in-law and some guy i met out in like the carolinas and his ex-girlfriend in the carolinas and i believe it is and then another guy and then some guy out in texas that we play with and it's just we always game at a certain time yeah. certain night it's like oh send each other a text oh who's getting online who's getting online jess and i were talking about uh world of warcraft during the midweek podcast mm -hmm. That being an MMORPG, and uh, we were talking about the different type of gamer personalities that uh, uh, Blizzard, the video game company that makes World of Warcraft, mm. they figured out all the different type of video game personalities and tailored different aspects of the game to draw those type of people in. So uh, 
when you were mentioning that you enjoyed, you know, war games and and playing against other, you know, being on one team and playing against another uh, team where you know it's not the computer, it's other people from yeah, around the world. People. There's uh, that you in in World of Warcraft and in a lot of uh, MMORPGs they call that PVP, player mm-hmm. versus player okay. aspect. And so there's a big player versus player aspect in in World of Warcraft, which probably won't turn you on as much because it's not a first person shooter right, style, right. but it's a different type of you versus them type mm. of mentality and uh the, we were talking about how we would have like hundred on hundred battles right. like they would just break out at any point in in the world and world so warcraft has a huge following i've never got into it yeah. but it has like a big following yep. i'm like I, I, I gotta check it out one day and i'm like i've never oh, no, got into don't. it no, no you don't no, no you don't too much time too right? much addiction <laughs> Take it from a former addict, and, and another one, Final <laughs> Fantasy. I just never got into those. Yep. two. it just incredible. It was it was an incredible story. It, I, I grew up with that though. Okay, so I, I like I during the years of like you know when I was twelve to sixteen years old, that's when I was playing it. So okay. of course it was really so. In, instead of reading adventure books or uh, anything of that matter, I was playing the adventure book by okay. by playing those video games. But yeah, man, the the. The competitive aspect of Call of Duty, I can totally see why you would be totally into that. And uh, I, I used to be that way too with uh, Halo. Oh, That's Halo was awesome. Yeah. Halo was one of those games that I got hooked on. It was like it was different at yep. the time when it first came out. I think it was like mm-hmm. the regular Xbox. Yes, I believe the first Xbox came mm-hmm. out. It was addicting. It was something different. It was like, oh man, it's, it's Master Chief. It's, it's mm-hmm. cool storyline, Cortana. And I was like, this is awesome. The graphics, the story. I was like, this is. You know, one of the main reasons why it was so popular at the time was that there were a lot of first-person shooters that were coming out for, like, these new generation consoles that could not really seem to nail the the dual analog joystick. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people were used to a lot of the first-person shooter, like, the best in the world, and they still are, and they still do, play with a keyboard and a mouse. Yes. It's... I get frustrated because I I know... Like there's certain people I play with in Call of Duty. I'm sorry to cut you off, but they, you can yeah. tell. Like yeah. if you, I'm playing with my joystick and I turn around yep. slowly because yep. I can hear this guy creeping up behind me, uh-huh. and this guy is like super fast. Yep. And I'm like, what the? You little bastard! You're using a keyboard and a mouse. Keyboard and a mouse. That's how the best. For, you watch e esports games, man. That's how they all play. Competitive sports. All I mean, competitive. Games, right? All competitive gaming, especially first person shooter games like a Call of Duty. All keyboard and mouse yeah, that's the best that's those, the best way those guys win money man like, yeah. I, I was watching uh yep. what was it on uh, pix 11 i think it was and these people were like really competitively gaming and i'm like for money I'm yes like, this is pretty cool yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i, I, I mean yep. again that's it doesn't probably, make sense to a lot of people, but yeah. like if you think about it, no, it makes all tons of sense. And if there's, a, if there's sponsors a and stuff yep. like that, it's like mm-hmm. real professional gaming. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the tw- like maybe the eighteen-year-old me is like, oh my god, I would have turned that so into a profession. Yeah, me right now, I'm like, ah, oh, no, no way, no. I'm, hi, I'm Orlando. I'm going on a date <laughs> with you. I'm a professional gamer. How old are you again? I'm 37. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, the back to back to Halo. It was one of the first games that it really the c- controls for the dual analog stick felt mm-hmm. tight, and it was also a mature looking shooter. It wasn't like a cartoony no, looking thing. It was so awesome. It was space age. It was futuristic, and it, and the controls for that were actually the tightest for the time. Oh, and so, so that's smooth. why that's why it like 
it launched off so well. Yeah, no, it was awesome. The only thing, the only problem I did have with Halo, it just got repetitive. Oh yeah, it, it, the same thing. The first know. one, right? Yeah, the first. It was just repetitive. Even, even even the, the second, second one, one yeah. it was always the same thing. You're fighting the Covenant. You're fighting the same aliens. Yeah. You're back in a spaceship. It's kind of a different story. Same characters. Yep. And same weapons, just a little tweaked. So that kind of like. Eh, and then, right. but but the huge thing was the multiplayer, which yeah. really kept the sucking was people great. in. Yeah. yeah, the multiplayer was awesome. But uh, I just felt like Call of Duty was just more my game. The war games, like the just. But you know what it is? It 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 caters to like the different aspects of the of the personality. For you, it was competitiveness mm-hmm. against like an, another human opponent. <coughs> oh, excuse me. For myself, when I was playing World of Warcraft, it was uh, uh, my min maxer personality. Uh, min maxer meaning I wanted to play to get whatever was the best possible armor, sword, weapon. Uh, whatever it was that you could possibly obtain, I wanted it. <laughs> so I would go through whatever task, whatever adventure, whatever quest, whatever hours and hours and hours needed in order to get that best, I hear the best weapon. I really spend like a day completely. You could lose the track of time just playing that That's game. That's a noob. Really? Is that, is that addicting? Huh? It, it's, it's that addicting. I, I could easily spend, let's say, let's say I spend four hours a night. You could easily spend like a work week, oh like, like. Yeah, those 40 hours, yeah, awake, playing for one week. Yeah, what? easily. That's what I did. <laughs> you come out and you're like, come yeah. out of the house and you're like, wait, what? It's springtime. I have a full I tried. beard. <laughs> it, it, was, it was amazing at the time because it was new and it was a great experience. And uh, yeah, pe- people are rolling their eyes. probably heard the story on the midweek podcast. But <laughs> I could sum it all up of like how it stopped for me mm-hmm. was because like uh, we spent one week, all uh, 20 of us, all trying to beat this one boss. And we just kept uh, wiping, dying over and over and over and over for almost a week. And then when we finally killed the boss, usually when we kill the boss, everyone cheers and everyone's like, fuck yeah. You know, after we killed this boss, there was silence. It was just like someone just went, okay, let's go on to the next one. You know? So at that point, everyone was not having fun. And at that point, it literally became another job. Yeah. And I was like, I already got one of these. I don't need another one. I'm going to go get some rest. And, uh, shit, I've been, I have been to jiu-jitsu in a while, so <laughs> I'm about 40 pounds overweight. Let's, yeah, I, I better, I better change my, my lifestyle, man. Yeah. So. That's why, again, that's why I, I usually game at night. Just try, I, you know, again, we got responsibilities. We're all yeah. adults. You know, I, 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 if I could go to jujitsu and not game. You know what it is? <laughs> you know what it is now to tie it back to what you were, we were attempting to theorize about, like, why do why do kids do this as far as uh they're on their phones or they're on social media or something virtual as opposed to like in the real world um and i can answer with uh one of the reasons why i played uh gaming back then as a kid or even when i was playing world of warcraft escapism yes yeah you're absolutely right it's just an escape for like if you get immersed in this world you're quote in your own little bubble away from real life so Mm -hmm. just imagine how tough um um, school life is a, or, or high, high school life where maybe it isn't, maybe you're not being bullied. Maybe you're not being, but it's, it's hard or yeah. you're, you're unconfident or you don't know who you are. Yeah. Why not get away from that feeling and just kind of have like a feeling uh, like the little endorphin rush of, like, escape. of an escape. Oh, here's a like, Oh, I hope if I post this picture at the right time, 
uh, someone will see it and they'll then they'll also like it. I got to make sure that I post it at 9 a.m. because that's when everyone is, is is checking their social media feeds. By the way, this is proven. This is like marketing research. Okay. I know what you're. I know where you're going with this because I believe I heard the same exact thing. I heard Go ahead. nine o'clock and five o'clock. It's like the two biggest times. Oh yeah, like everyone's checking out, checking in. There's a certain point too. I think on a Sunday morning. I think it serious? was too. Yeah. I, for, I forgot what it was, but it's like everyone starts. Maybe it's because before they go to church they're, or they're stuck in church. Yeah. They're, they're both. <laughs> <laughs> and on the third day, the Lord. Oh, I'm going to check my Instagram now. Or, you know, I'm going to check in. <laughs> but you know what? There's also, like, I know it's off, but there's also an app to see if people are unfollowing you. Like, I don't have that much time to care if somebody's unfollowing me. Like or following. Wait, what? Are you, wait, what are you talking about? Unfollowing? I, like, what happened? The, I know it's a little off the subject, but there's also an app that people see if if it tells me if you unfollow me on Instagram or or unfriend me on Facebook. Really? I'm like, dude, I don't I have know that this. much time in yeah. my life to care. Yeah. Like, is that a thing now where people care? Apparently, if you're unfollowing. Apparently, I, I, do we live in that era where you really yep. care. Yes. Oh my god! Oh, people are so personal, yes, and 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 egomaniacs, man. It's it's it, oh man. It just, I'm saying that as myself. I'm saying people. I didn't. I'm not excluding myself from that. <laughs> I can totally see myself doing something like that somewhere down the line. It, you know, I, I you're, talking know. For, you're talking to a you're talking to a former uh, World of Warcraft hardcore raider. Of course, I I'm weak willed. I'm gonna <laughs> fall for that shit. Come on. I I, I don't have that much time. I <laughs> heard about it. I don't have the app. I yeah. don't even know what's it called. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? Why do people have this? Like, is it that important? apparently it is man it it was it's it's something where man there's 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 got to be something of a void Mm -hmm. because they're doing it because it's filling something you know i guess there there has to be unless there's unless their life is really so great that they got to share it with everyone else (laughs) which i seriously doubt you know what's funny is that there's people out there and i'm not talking about about anybody but it's like okay so i'm gonna post this picture right it only has one like and then you see it again or you don't see it again that's the thing they take it down because it didn't get enough likes oh Hmm. is it that important apparently yeah are we really in that in, in that much of an age where it just like well it's a new thing and this and this is why i'm concerned about um uh, when when we when just and i do raise warren or wh- mm-hmm. whomever else if if we have number 2 or whatever on the way that you we are going to be the ones of just like i said we where my dad was adopting his golf swing to try and work with uh my baseball swing Jess and I are going to try to adjust our personal social media experiences to however uh, Warren is raised. I I know some of Jess's cousins, they're all on uh, Tinder because they're younger and everything, right? They're all either uh, just graduating high school or just getting into college. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like... Obviously, Jess and I are are on it. Well, at least I, I don't know about her. I haven't checked with. Re- <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but it's kind of like all those the new modern dating applications. Yeah. I hear about them. I can't actually give the 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 one to one advice of like, oh yeah, don't do that because of et cetera, et cetera. I can only at this point give kind of like secondhand right. advice. I can kind of go by. That that's why we were talking about Megan. Like, all right, bullying. Why would they do that in the first mm-hmm. place? It, there's maybe some over, overall. There's always underlying principles, mm-hmm. 
And so I think the underlying principle a lot, especially when it comes to social media, is validation. Because what are likes or hearts or thumbs ups or whatever it is other than, I validate you. (laughs) Click. I validate you. You know, right. just, and uh, I, th- that's what goes through my head, people. When I hear, when I, when, when I, when I press the little like button, I go boop <laughs> in my head. That's what the, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> you ever sit across from somebody like, you know, it's funny, the coworker of mine, we're in a, a meeting the other day and he's like, he sends me a text and he's like laughing my ass off, but you're really not. You're sitting across <laughs> from me and you're really not. <laughs> you're, you're rolling off the floor. R-O-F-L-M-A-O. Yeah, yeah. Ruffle Mao. <laughs> really? He's just sitting there, but you're not really laughing. You're, you're I just, know, you're, dude. You're, he's we're, 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 getting, we're getting too, we're getting too literal here. Uh, yeah. We're getting too nitty gritty with that. I, un- I understand that comment, though. I make fun of Jess with that a few times, because yeah. I remember we'd be texting her, she'd be at work, I'd be at work, and then, this is years ago, she'd be like, LOL, and i go, you're not really laughing out loud, you're at work. And she goes, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, that's great. You want to hear something funny? In the sense, literally funny, because it has to do with, maybe you're not going to laugh, but it has to do with being funny. In uh, in Thailand, instead of doing LOL or ROFL or Waffle Mao or, or whatever it is, they text 5555 if you are uh, making them laugh. Because five in Thai is ha. <laughs> so uh, one, two, three, four, five is nung song sam si ha. So really? they, t- they type 555 to denote to, to ha ha ha. <laughs> Just a little, that's good, that's just good. a little tidbit you know there. I learned something new today. I, I'm dying to go to Thailand, by the way. So oh, if yeah. I ever go, now I know. Oh, and I'm you know high. Steve Ha? That's why I nicknamed him Steve Five. No, I didn't know that. I, I would call him Steve Five every once in a while, and only he kind of. And okay. Very few people just knows. Very few people know why I, why I call Steve Ha Steve Five. Okay, so, now, now you know. know. Now yeah. I know. I, I still <laughs> hear. I haven't seen him in a while, but like every time he walks in, it's I like, think oh, Ronnie Steve calls. LOL. Yes, Ronnie calls him Steve LOL. <laughs> I call him Steve Five. That's so. hilarious. That's great. <laughs> um, but speaking of the, uh, as we were talking about video games and just like the escape and being able to move into a actual interactive style of storytelling or, or, or adventures, we did it the old school way in the sense of, and this is how old we are, of, of good old comic books <laughs> and stories. And, and as you were mentioning with, with Arrow, Right. Yes. And so I, I was psyched to, to talk to you because out of all my comic book friends, you're, you're one of the only, there's a select few DC guys yes. as opposed to Marvel. Yes. I'm dying so. to know what is the issue with Superman. I heard, I heard on your podcast hmm. several times. What? Oh, he's a boring character. He, uh, he's just the great American Superman. Like, he's OP, man. Oh, he's, he's OP. Oh. Oh, he's so the, the story, the, the, he was OP and so boring that they killed him off once <laughs> for marketing purposes. Yeah. And then and then they realized they shot themselves in the foot and they brought him back they brought again. Him back. Yeah. yeah. And they brought him back as a, what was it, the, the lightning blue or whatever. That it, it, it was horrible. I don't know why they even brought that out. That was so bad. Then they brought out, you know, the, the what is it, the Steel Superboy. Yep. Um, Iron. Uh, the Eradicator. Iron Steel, yeah, Eradicator. Like, yeah. Was, there was a series of just different Supermen. Right. That, that was, was a really that was pretty cool. That was a weird story, yeah, man. It was, that was a little, weird and he was fucking story. The whole time, the, hibernating. Yeah, hibernating. Kellex or whatever. Adam. It's Kryptonian hibernation yeah, thing. Was, like they go weird. into a into into a coma, yeah. sleep state when they quote die yeah. or they sustain massive damage. Yeah, and he came back long hair, black suit. I was just and like, so it was. Mm. It was what, what it what it did 
at least personally for me, what was, was like, wait a minute, he's just coming back to life and that's it. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like killed the story. And it's, it's always like the version of like OP in case people wonder what OP means. Cause I use that term a lot is overpowered. Right. And, uh, it's, it's a derogatory term in the sense of comic books or video games or anything like that, because it, ba is, it essentially means that there's, you can't, ca you can't really care for a character if they're overpowered. You can, and it, let's say we're playing a video game. Remember Street Fighter? Yes. Imagine if you were playing with an uh, an overpowered character versus mm -hmm. my regular power character. No one would respect you because mm -hmm. you're using an overpowered character that is, you know, 99 to 1 always going to win due to their having this unblockable attack, etc., etc. Yeah. So that's why, as as far as DC goes, I've always respected Batman. Batman more, is, more than more is, than Superman. He is. He, Batman is awesome. He is so dope. And I like. I'm not gonna lie. I really like the the rebirth story that they've doing right now. Yeah. Uh, they took away the whole new fifty two. Which. Uh, what do you mean by the new fifty two? It was um okay. So you had your the, the older comics. I, I can't remember. Not the Golden Age or Silver Age or whatever. Okay. But they had the once Superman died, they had that storyline forever. They had the, that certain comic book style. Then. DC brought out the new 52, which was Superman and Wonder Woman were dating. No more Lois Lane. Uh, so in the rebirth, hmm. they took away the whole thing. That Superman. When did this? When did this occur? This is actually a couple years old now. Maybe like two, three years. I want to say. Interesting. So okay. So there's no more new 52, which is. It, I mean, I'm not sure they still have it. Is this Maybe just like two? another kind of like what if or another type of story like so it gets direction? Interesting. This or is, is it actual canon? Canon okay. meaning this is this is the main storyline. This is the main storyline now. So now they have <coughs> DC Rebirth, and what it is is that. The new 52, okay, I'm going to totally geek out now. So Do it. <laughs> so they also have like a new comic book right now called Doomsday Cock. And I don't know if you've ever seen Watchmen. No. Never seen Watchmen. Okay. Spoiler alert. It's like maybe 10 years old, maybe okay. longer. I don't know. At the end of Watchmen, uh, Mr. Manhattan goes and says, maybe I'll create new life. Maybe I'll go somewhere else. You know, basically he was bored of Earth. And he leaves, disappears. And that's where Rebirth comes in. They're finding out that Mr. Manhattan created... Well, they haven't gotten that far yet, but that's where I'm thinking it's going. Okay. Mr. Manhattan created the Rebirth. Not the Rebirth, the New 52. And Superman now in the is, Rebirth is, comic... Is this, is this a new, like a parallel dimension? Is no, this a new reality? It, is this... Is, this it's, it's like, this is the main story now. And huh. it's like... So basically, Superman, as of right now, is like 10 years has gone where it's like, we don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's where the rebirth comes in, and they're trying to figure out what happened. Jeez. Where, where, who is Dr. Manhattan? Where is this button from? Because obviously the, uh, what is it? The, the okay, so this is still ongoing. Yes. In the sense of trying to like reveal what happened within the past. Right. <sighs> So Superman of the New 52 is dead. And the old Superman is with Lois Lane, which is the old Superman, the one that Doomsday killed years ago. Oh, right. You're losing me here. <laughs> so wait, the new... Wait, after the original Doomsday, that Death of Superman comic, right. which I remember because it was back in fifth grade in school and the right. teacher actually read it to us. So, so, so to me, it was like so DC kind of like wiped that out. 
they, it was like so they, wait the superman that got killed was in, no longer in the superman in the new 52 this new superman came out of nowhere yeah he was like still uh, clark he, kent he was still clark kent <sighs> yeah but it was just a totally you see, different you see look. this is this is exactly why i can't follow fucking superman <laughs> It, 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 it's really interesting. It okay. really is interesting. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. But I, will, I do have more respect for a Batman. I enjoyed uh, Arrow is also DC World, yes, right? Yes. Well, more so Arrow because of the uh, the, um, uh, the the CW series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Season one and two were probably the greatest. Yes. Season one and two, like watching that back-to-back was one of the greatest viewing experiences I've had with uh, uh, watching uh, uh something that superhero adapted mm-hmm. as far as pulling that off in episodic tv that one was just like twist after twist after no, oh my god really after showy good. shit who is this oh my god and then like and then they played and they used that flashback like mm-hmm. and the island it was awesome island okay. island flashback to the current one they mapped that out perfectly it was very 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 well done and uh it just made me go like holy shit arrow is awesome yeah, not, he's so fucking powerful but also at the same time yeah. Uh, I think I think that's a big thing why why I enjoyed Batman and Arrow versus Superman where it's like Batman you know at any point he could die yeah Arrow you know at any yeah. point that he he could die well and he's Mr. So different. Superman as a Kryptonian <laughs> you know godlike being. yes 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 <laughs> but um you watched Flash Are you into the Flash I watched Flash season one was alright and then like I kind of rolled my eyes at Flashpoint. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they didn't do. I wasn't really big on Flashpoint. Yes, but the cartoon. Wow, how you doing, Warren? Hey, He's bud. just making his presence known. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't even a cry. Remember, we were talking about crying in mm-hmm. the beginning. Oh yeah. Like I thought that's that was a cr- that was him crying, but then it turns into now he's just making noise and just saying hello. <laughs> Does he do the the full clinch where like you pick him up and try to like calm him down? And he's like like tightening muscle, tightening butt cheeks, tightening everything up, and he's like get off me. You put him down, he's still crying. You pick him up, he's still crying. Oh, jeez. like, what, what are you throwing a tantrum about, bud? What's going on? He no. hasn't done that type of tantrum. <laughs> he has his own... I know what you're talking about, though. Warren has his own dis- distinct uh, type of tantrums. And the crying that he does, you're like, holy shit, I hope his... his like, he didn't <laughs> dislocate his larynx or, yes. or whatever. Because there's, You know there's, like, a different type of cry. Yes, right? yes. There's like, ah, this one's just for attention. Ah, this one's because he's just, you know, tired. Oh, this shit, one's what's pissed. wrong? This yeah. This one's, whoa, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. So. Seriously. Oh, my God. It's, like, so, almost scary. You know what? I think he's he was crying because we were talking about Superman. Yeah. And obviously, <laughs> he has he has no he has no room for Superman in his life. He, he knows what's up. I got to, you know, what's funny is I told Maria, I was like, I'm going to get Warren a Superman shirt. Watch. <laughs> I, 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 still watch. You'll see. It's going to happen. He's going to turn into a superhero for fanatic superman superman's the way to go so when you when you uh read a lot of these uh dc comics and as well as see some of the the dc movies um and, and series is it something when when you see uh disney slash marvel universe when they come out with their movies are you are you always a little bit more of like ah, i'll to, watch it yeah but i'm to, always pro dc yes yes <laughs> i try you know what marvel has been killing it on screen man yeah Forever, I never really got into the Marvel comics only because, like, it's it, to me, it's just a little all over the place. I don't know. I, I, oh I don't, yeah, I've read a few here and there, uh-huh. but again, I'm like, 
what the hell? Professor X is dead. No, he's not dead. And yeah. now he's alive. Yeah. Oh, wait, Wolverine is old. No, he's now he's young. Cyclops is dead. Cyclops is not dead. Yeah. What is going on? I'm like yeah. so no, 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 lost. No. I, I, I also lost that too. We, we were talking a little back back during that night when you, were, when you came over for, uh, for dinner. We were talking about Infinity Gauntlet, right? Yes. Did you read Infinity Gauntlet? I, I think I did not. I know a little bit about it. Yeah, I, I you know, because again, I have my my friends that I speak yes. to about all comic book stuff. Because I remember that when we were talking about it, we, you you were actually referencing the old 1992 yes. Infinity Gauntlet one where Thanos had the whatever the fucking Infinity glove Stone, gauntlet yes. in, Infinity Stone. It was fucking everyone up, yeah. killing everyone. Yeah, and just like him back each, for his in, entertainment, right? What's that? Doesn't he kill him? Bring him back? Kill them again it was it was uh, i don't know if he brought them back i know he fucked them all <laughs> up though he screwed up even like the the godlike marvel characters like uh i don't know if he got the watcher it was the watcher galacticus all mm-hmm. these really you know beyond they're just not supposed to be killable but he kills them somehow Jeez. you know and i'm not gonna spoil that 1992 come you can read it just yeah, yeah. because it, it's kind of like oh really <laughs> that's how he goes down <laughs> I, it's it's worth it for for you to go. Oh, really? That's how he goes. But, but you know what? To be fair, there's no other way it would have ended because mm. if you talk about OP, the Infinity Gauntlet, the way they wrote it back in 1992, was the most OP piece of weaponry that you could have yeah. because it was basically as soon as you put it on, anything you wished into reality, you could undo reality right. if you wanted to. How do you fight that power? <laughs> You know, you yeah, can't, yeah. you can't, you can't win against that type of power. So it's basically like this person's the God, right, you know, right. with just like a thought, boom, you're, you're gone. Like, so why, why does, why is that even? And so the way they wrote it when he finally goes down, I guess I'll spoil it. Cause it was 1992 yeah, yeah. was that, um, he fights eternity okay, and etern- he becomes eternity. So now he's taken over all, not only all of universe, but reality. But by becoming eternity, he left the fucking infinity gauntlet behind. Like it, ex- he exited his body, and now it was like just there. So someone else grabbed it and put it on, and put it on, and then just like undid everything. And now like Thanos had to fight that person. It was really so. I I was I was dying, cracking up. I'm like, hey Thanos, you forgot something there, buddy. <laughs> You, you, you left something behind. <laughs> it literally played out like that. that it great. built up. It was such an epic battle too. He he turned he turned Hulk into a little like ant. He uh, he turned Thor into glass and then smashed him. He put a cube around Cyclops's head so he like suffocated. Right. He uh, I think they decapitated Spider Man. It was it was crazy. Like everyone who came, he yeah, just he, he just screwed up, destroying them. And then what does him in? He he. Because he was so greedy and he tried to become eternity, he, he leaves behind the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. Like he exits his body and it's just there. So, yeah, if people don't believe me. Go ahead, re- you can Google it. You can probably That's find the, the 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 panel. But how else were you going to write it? Mm-hmm. How else do you you can't beat somebody like that? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like that person had to fuck up in a way. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you feel about a uh, civil war? Because in Civil War, the comic you have, from what I remember, mm-hmm. that one I remember reading, 
it's like a bunch of characters yes. in this comic book, mm -hmm. but in obviously the movie was like it was well done. I thought I, I enjoyed the movie, mm -hmm. but uh, it was mm -hmm. like maybe just like a handful of characters. Yep. You know, obviously, I call that's that's why I I like to nickname and it pisses people off. I like to nickname Civil War the movie. Mm -hmm. I call it Civil Battle. Civil Battle. <laughs> <laughs> or civil skirmish okay because it was five on fucking five yeah come on that's it yeah you're you know yeah but uh as far as the the comic i actually didn't read a lot of the comic i've read like the the beginnings of it i knew like the origin of like okay it's like here's who's gonna stick with the government and like here's gonna wear masks or not wear masks or who can protect their identities versus not protect identities and then i could see why okay a lot of really yeah. you know you're gonna have a lot of people on each side and so that was always my hang up with the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. They've always done very well of portraying like a good five on five or a 12 on 12 right. battle. That's kind of cool. But they've, the only movie that I thought that has done it right as far as really portraying uh, the feeling of all out like war and still highlighting key characters was Lord of the Rings. Uh, oh, especially man. Two Towers. Okay. You ever watch it? Oh, I love The Lord of the Rings. It's so awesome. The two Towers are like, like yeah. the best. Yep. Dude, I got chills. I remember watching that scene in the movies. Where? The, the scene where they're about to go to war and they're uh -huh. all, it's it's yeah. raining yep. and the rain is hitting the orcs and they're just yes. like sitting there marching. Yep. And all of a sudden, the guy, I think he releases an arrow mm -hmm. or something like that. Just one arrow. Just one arrow and everything just goes quiet. Just That's it. Yeah. Yes. And then, and then just, I was just like, it just breaks out. <gasps> that was like the best scene ever to me. Yep. That is, I mean, it was, it was great. It was great. What I, what I really enjoyed uh, about that, if we're going to jump around and right. uh, focusing on Lord of Rings and the, and the way they did that through the course of, uh, you know, three move, three epically long movies, mm -hmm. uh, was they showed that war breaking out. They showed them losing and like, Oh my God, there's, there's a really good chance that they're not going to make it out of there. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, remember, he's trying to convince the tree people right. to join him. And then and he's like, he sees all his fallen brothers and like, this makes me angry. Yeah. And then like by the end of it, you see all the trees come in and join. So it it was like not only humans, it was the tree. It was this. It's like everyone coming together. And they would, high, they, would, they would jump around to all these all-out battles right. going on to encompass a whole war. So I've yet to – Marvel has yet to prove to me that it could pull that off. And not only that, was it uh, Lord of the Rings had the Fellowship the of fellowship. the Ring, right? So it had Legolas and uh, what was the dwarf? I forgot the the the, 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 the dwarf's name. Gimli. Gimli. Um, uh, Aragorn, right? Aragorn. Uh, Aragorn. And uh, there was 12 of them, yeah. essentially. And they all kind of like had to highlight each one of them, their strengths and their mm -hmm. little individual things. You know, Legolas and with the elf. Remember the elf oh. army came to join them. So... <clears throat> Now you've got Marvel, and you've got th at least 30-plus really distinct personalities. Mm -hmm. Cap America, you got Guardians of the Galaxy. Each one of them have their own... Like, they're going to have to highlight... Like, I, I, I like to... Uh, you don't, we don't even know if Captain Marvel is going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 cra the crazy part is, is that you're going to have to highlight everyone... All those, all those payrolls, and um, I remember, uh, and just to bring a little professional wrestling in, just to piss everyone off even a little more, you know the Royal Rumble? Yes. So, you know, that's like 30 people in the ring, or whatever, at the same time, or a lot of people in the ring, and so 
there's a term in pro wrestling where, where they say like everyone's got to get their shit in. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, when the rock is in there, you have to, you know, you're going to see a rock bottom and a, and a people's elbow and then a stone cold stunner from uh, uh, Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. And then if Randy Orton's in there, he's going to RKO someone. So you know, then that like, and they do that. And it's over the course of like, you know, one little match, but everyone has to get like their shit in. Everyone has right. to get in their trademark yeah. like thing to like contribute to that story their pop as they would their say pop, right? yeah so it's kind of like how it's it'll be interesting to see how marvel attempts to fit everyone's personalities yeah, in it's a lot and they're not done yet marvel's not done they're I know. like ant-man too i mean man, all this one, yeah, like all so those movies all those movies have been have been building up to i read like, Infinity like War coming up. seven more movies like seven yeah. more different people come. i'm like wait what marvel is killing it marvel is so killing it right now yeah so awesome but it's definitely gonna be interesting seeing all it's gonna be interesting but then as far as what you said uh, as what as far as why i said you can kind of like look at look at it more objectively than others because you're a dc guy yeah, and you're like yeah. so as a dc guy like what do you what do uh, you start what do you start thinking when you watch those movies no i really enjoy them i'm okay. not gonna lie i i really enjoy them um you know I, I can't really put them together too much with the comic book only as far as like civil war yeah. and a little bit about the uh infinity gauntlet i think that's the, the this one's infinity war infinity war which is a uh, remember how you mentioned the the new 52 yes. what, what was it the new 52 with Superman is like Infinity War to the Infinity Gauntlet. Okay. Like, it's not really the Infinity Gauntlet. Right, right. They're not going to have Thanos be able to, like, control reality. Because right. obviously then everyone's going to die. Yeah. They're not going to show that. Yeah, this is it. more so like Thanos has an army. Okay. You know, and then the Infinity Gauntlet just happens to be there. But How it's cool like, would it be if everybody dies at the end of the Infinity War? Yeah. I mean, Tony Stark did see that vision yeah. in one of the movies, right? He saw, you know, Captain. But now, but now, like, but then, if everyone dies, how does how do you resolve that? You know what I mean? Yeah, because true. at that point, remember when I t- said the, the I spoiled the 1992 yes, comic, yeah. like how that ended. How do you do something where it's just not going to be like an eye roll of <laughs> like, you know, no, this is like <laughs> might as well just say, oh, it was all a dream, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, it it's it's tough if you kill everyone then what exactly where do you go well, well anyway. i mean you, you got writers on top of writers i'm sure they'll figure it out right they'll ah, do something geez, I don't know. but i mean you know what as a dc guy yes. as a dc guy because we're going back and forth from marvel yeah i really wish dc would hire somebody from marvel because i mean they, their story does you know what one the movies are marvel has been killing it for years dc mm-hmm. feels like they just can't get it right they did it right with Batman Begins. <laughs> Come on. The first Christian yes, Bale the one Christian was, Bell was awesome. Great. Especially with Heath Ledger and everything. Yes. Come on. That was, I mean. Yeah, they did it good. You know what? Besides Jack Nicholas, he, 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 the Joker, Heath Ledger did a phenomenal job, yes. man. Mm-hmm. I, at first, I'm not going to lie, but I, I probably like everybody who watched this movie, everybody was like, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. The guy from... Uh, Night something. I yeah, can't Night's Tale yeah, or Night's something. Yeah, Night's Tale, right? Was it called Night's Tale? I think so. Yeah. Anyway. You know, and I'm like, him? Really? Like, uh Then I saw the picture that leaked of him sitting in the cell, and I was like, oh, I had chills. I was yeah. like, oh my God. This and is he absolutely awesome. murdered that role. Did he, Killed man, it. He, Killed he, it. He, he did a phenomenal job. I would have loved, uh, yeah. uh, you know, yep. I yep. would have loved to see it uh-huh. continue. But um anyway, yeah, I feel like besides that one, I, I just can't cdc getting it 
right. The storylines are lacking things. They're, you know, with, with Zack Snyder's uh, rendition of Batman versus Superman. I, oh, I heard I, that was not... I heard it like it tried to do a bunch of things. It, it tried to throw too much yeah. in there from like uh, the Dark Knight Returns uh, graphic novel. Okay. And he, he tried to throw in this from this movie or from this comic book. And mm-hmm. then again from the graphic novel. And the graphic novel was so much better. Yeah. So much more better. Green Arrow was involved. Mm-hmm. You know, Superman was just a different era of what was happening. And in this, they just... I feel like they were just throwing too much in there. And not to mention the whole Martha, why'd you say that name? Oh my God, it was uh-huh. horrible. You, you said you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, no. Spoiler alert, that was the worst part oh, I've no. ever. I cringe every time I watch that part. It's like, why'd you say that name, Martha? Martha. And I'm like, that's his mother. Lois Lane is in every. Oh my God. Yeah. When everything bad is happening, here comes Lois Lane from nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you even doing there? How did you even know you had to be there? Like, <laughs> how do you not get this? You yeah. know, like, who are you? Yeah. Why are you doing it like this? Like, you should have somebody like a Kevin Smith who knows his shit, like mm. helping you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just my point of view as a DC guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, I honestly think as Batman, you know what? Uh, what's his uh, Ben Affleck? As yes. much as I was like. Batfleck, when I, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, yeah. uh, I also cringe with him. I didn't give him a chance. I think he did a good job as mm-hmm. Batman, as Bruce Wayne. He has the swag down. You know what? His fighting scenes were a lot better than Christian Bell. I'm not going to lie. Because um, Christian Bell, I felt like the same thing over and over again. You know what? And what they lack in, in, in these DC movies is that they continue to forget Batman is a martial artist. He's a martial artist, for God's sakes. He is trained with the League of Assassins. He is trained in every form of art there is known to man. But yeah, he keeps doing the same punch, the same elbow, the same knee. Dude, hire a martial artist to put on the the cape and the cow. And you know what? Everything is all computerized anyway. You know, you have Ben Affleck as, as... Bruce Wayne, but when he does these, you gotta give him some martial arts. He's a martial artist, and you keep lacking that. It was one of the complaints that uh, on on those Netflix series for Marvel. Yes, I, you I know, do watch with, them as well. You, you watch them uh, with uh, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, yes. Luke Cage, and the the one that I didn't even watch because I heard such Iron bad Fist. reviews. <laughs> I heard such horrible reviews of it, and it was such a contrast from Daredevil. Daredevil, uh, I really enjoyed oh, yeah. because they nailed those fighting scenes yes. down. Yes, and the trick that they did was exactly what you were recommending. Since Daredevil wears a mask, get your, the best fucking martial capable Seriously? stunt stunt people to do all of Daredevil's moves, and it was the fight scenes were amazing, highly varied. Remember that one with the long continuous shot that he started at the top of the yes. apartment building? Yes, when it was a one continuous shot all the way, maybe one cut. But all the way down, it was just this one long fight scene from the top of the building yes. all the way down. That was an amazing. It was. I was Same like, thing with they the did Punisher, it right. right? Like, I mean, I remember the one prison scene. I don't know yes. Oh uh-huh. my god, it just kept going. It was like, mm-hmm. this is this is what it is. Yep. Frank Castle is a badass. Yep. You you want him? This is what his character is. Don't step aside from yep. that. 
Again. And then, and then what they did with Iron Fist, which was a big detriment to them. I know. See, he he cries yeah, when we know we're we about to <laughs> not not DC, but uh, bad superhero characters. In this case, was was Iron okay. Fist. Was that since he doesn't have a mask? Yeah. They couldn't find good stunt doubles, or, or they couldn't even do something where, like, oh, he's got long hair, so you could, like, kind of, like, right. you know, mask it. So he had to do all this. So all I heard all the fight scenes were very, very generic was, and boring. So, it, you know what? I watched it, and towards the end of it, I was already too far involved. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watched a movie, a bad yeah, movie, yeah. and you're like, oh, I just. Let's I'm just so finish dedicated this. already. I just want to see it through. And that's exactly what I felt about Iron Fist. It was just like, uh, especially because I was going to watch The Defenders after that. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard that it, that that was the only thing I heard that like I didn't even want to great. watch it. It was, not, it was great. No, it, was it was not, not good. Great at all. I, I started watching the first episode and like fell asleep halfway through. It was like building up too slow. So horrible. But what I do have to start uh, is, uh, what's today? March 9th? March yes. 10th? Yeah, March 9th. Just to give a little uh, date. Um, on when this podcast was recorded is that uh, I'm about to uh, start Jessica Jones season two. I haven't, so I haven't started. Yet. I haven't started, but I love out of all the Marvel series, I thought Jessica Jones was the best one, yes. mainly due to how they wrote everything. It was just such great storytelling. And also uh, her interaction with the main villain, Kilgrave. Dude, Whoever put go ahead. awesome. Exactly. He was right? so good. I don't know anything about the comic book character, but. That guy they picked was phenomenal. Yep, <sighs> and they played well, off each other so well. It was well, and written. so I was like, dude, whoever comes in, sees. I know Warren. See, whoever comes, he's, he's 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 cheering it. Yeah. Whoever <laughs> comes in in season two as as the the main villain, they have huge shoes to fill yeah. because Kilgrave just. Yeah, he killed it. Yeah, I know so. he did. He really, you know what? I'm not a big fan. You know what? I, did you watch Luke Cage? Uh, yes. I don't like the guy's character. I thought the first season was really good, but I don't like the guy who plays Luke Cage. I feel like his acting is like so generic. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about, yeah, you're bulletproof. Yeah, you're whatever it is. You're strong. You're, but show some emotion. I feel like he's just so... Ugh. I didn't like the the main villain the the guy with the super suit or whatever in in that luke cage thing the yeah. guy in the green in the green suit i like the other one better who who was the uh like the the Cotton crime mouth? lord boss Cottonmouth. yeah i, I like Cottonmouth. Oh, he, the, 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 that interaction yeah. between him and luke cage that was like that was oh, awesome that yes. was that was awesome but I, I i couldn't really as soon as he put on a thing he looked like a uh look like i think he looked like a, a dopey master chief or something right with that helmet <laughs> yeah. right it, it, and it was too green and it was like no how about, how about the guy from sons of anarchy shades like you know he has like the shades on all oh, the time yeah. everybody's afraid of him i'm like yep dude he has, he's nothing no superpowers he, what was his name he was a rat in uh in, in sons of anarchy that's yeah, what he was spoiler alert by yeah, the way yeah so, <laughs> so um what was what was about to say but yeah um Fun talking all the the DC stuff with you, man. I think we're oh we're we're over two hours. Really, dude, you were killing it, man. Sorry, man. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> I, I I always enjoy that, and I think we've only scratched the tip uh, tip of the iceberg yeah, with a lot of the topics. Late. Yeah, and we we could go into more another time. Oh, yeah. I'd love to have you on oh, another time. But I thank you for these stories, man. Oh, thank you it for was, having me, man. Really appreciate. It. And once again, uh, thank you for for coming in uh, uh, last last minute. Uh, awesome, uh, clutch. It, no, it was, it, it, you know what? 
I was honored, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Any other closing words or anything you want to say to Warren? Or if you want to eventually have it echo to Gabe as well, too? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, you know what? It's one thing I, I, I kind of like take from yesterday's experience is just be better okay. every day. Be a better version of you. I think Mario also said that. Yeah. You know what? It, it clicked, man. I think. Yep. It, it's, don't compare yourself to others. Try to Try to be Try, try to compare yourself to your own potential and be be yeah. better than you were the, the, yeah. the day before. You know what's funny is that was actually one of my uh, 2018 goals. Yeah. And I marked it down. I said, you know what? Be better than you were yesterday. It's a good principle to follow. Yeah. It's a very good principle to follow. Yeah. And, and, and that's a good one to pass down to Warren as well, too. You know? So stop hitting your dad, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he picks up a chair. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much, Rolando. Thank you, guys. There we go, everybody. Another podcast in the books. We hope that if you listen to this on the road, you don't get any funny ideas about contributing to yet another road rage incident. So stay cool. <laughs> Thank you to Orlando for sharing those uh, incredible stories with us. As always, you can get in touch with us at Dear Warren Podcast at Gmail, Instagram, and on Facebook. Thank you for listening and all the support. We love you all. And we hope to see you next time with the wonderful Jessica, if we have the time, now that our podcast studio is somewhat back into shape, uh, for the Midweek Podcast. 